Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. Yeah, we we always jokingly call him Fedbot. Although we've had, uh, if we check our stats, we always have listeners in Virginia, namely Quantico and Langley. So, you know, a little bit sus, but we work with it. We we love our Fed listeners. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Join my OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh God. That's that's early. We we, we drop those at the end. <laughs> I, I I gotta plug mine too. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, I don't know. Should I turn this off? Should I not have my face on there? It's probably too late anyway. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you whatever you're into. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the BR Hates Fed Show. It is Monday, the twelfth of April, twenty twenty one, and today I have a special guest. I'm joined by Carrie Sloan. I'm getting that pronunciation right. Yes, you are. Sweet. I, I hate it when people butcher my name, so we've got to get it right. Otherwise known as Stilettos and Shotguns, unapologetic gun rights advocate and founder of We the Female, a group advocating for more women to arm themselves, rightfully so. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here and looking forward to it. i um, been, you know, watching y'all for a while all over different platforms, and I absolutely love it. And I, I love your zero fucks given attitude. <laughs> There's, and, there's, not uh, huh? there's not enough of it going around we have to inject some more there is not enough of it going around and and, and it, you know i live in a in a very uh stereotypical vanilla suburban you know area and i'm like i, I gotta get out of here because it's it's absolutely <laughs> this and and of course they're like you know you're really going off the rails and i'm like okay don't come to me when you realize that you're wrong yeah and yeah. uh and like we're done you know and I'm not going to hold your hair when you're puking in the toilet when you have this cold, hard realization of that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I'm, I'm sure you don't have many neighbors with uh, quite as many guns stacked behind them on the wall as you do. Pro yeah, probably not. Probably. <laughs> Man, I can do it across the way over here. I'm a little suspect about him in a good way, but like, I'm like, yeah. I'm him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know some of my neighbors stacking ARs into their house the other day, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm not alone. That's good. You're like, good, man. <laughs> Let's set the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to start communicating, bring them over for a barbecue, and just let loose that we're cool. But, uh, really? <laughs> you, uh, you ready to set the world right? I am. <laughs> All right. So let's start off with the big question. What is your general assessment of the state of the Second Amendment community, or rather, gun rights community as it stands in 2021? <laughs> You asked, you're totally setting me up for that one, right? Pull the string and let you go. That's what we want. <laughs> for, for, for context, we've been rambling back and forth for a long time, meaning to do... I've been, I've been wanting you on the show for a while, but it's just... Oh, uh, thanks. Uh, so, we, we finally have the, the, the time period to fucking let loose. So the, so the, the short of it, I mean, if I... Because I'm, a, I'm a, a very... Uh, brevity is not my strong suit. So to keep it really short, 
Rob Pincus is a giant fucking cancer and a Trojan horse, and that motherfucker is going to absolutely destroy uh, <clears throat> gun ownership in America. And uh, everybody in the fucking industry loves to enable that bullshit, and they're more worried about their own fucking egos than they are any of the uh, uh, actual legitimate fighting for rights. And because of that, every they're all complicit when all this shit goes down. And um, it, it blows my mind, you know, because I was introduced as I went viral speaking out against a gun law here <clears throat> in Washington State a few years back, completely green to all this. Like, I didn't even know that there was like a whole group of like cool kids with fucking <laughs> anarchists and shit. And uh, um, at that point, and, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to and I'm very like I'm, I'm a fucking train, just a, just a fucking train and, and knocking knocking everything off the rails. And uh, so I come in and I'm realizing I'm seeing everything that's wrong and all of these people like dancing around and I just had it happen today. Like I was told I couldn't go to an event in Detroit. <clears throat> well, they didn't outright tell me because they're passive aggressive, but what it came down to is I'm not allowed to go because, or not welcome because I pissed off some dude with fucking Napoleon complex, hurt his little fucking penis feelings uh, <laughs> over Rob Pincus and uh, calling him out on some bullshit, calling them all out. And uh, I have, my organization has been raising money to take into into Detroit to help these women get their training permits and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> and um, they're, uh, um, I, I'm not welcome. And and it's not about the money. It's about a smooth event. And I was like, <laughs> fuck like, you guys. Yeah. Fuck like, you. What, like, what's, what's more important, having your little, you know, champagne and, and cocktails and a nice little chat with, with like-minded people or actually getting some shit done in a city that, you know, that that culture is so ripe. People who would never look at gun ownership right now, they've had a whole year of like, oh, I should be arming myself. And more than that, women and yeah. and not, not to get into the whole identity. I mean, this is going to be a little bit identity politics because that's that's the work we're playing. In. And it does apply in, in, in this case. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like like black women do not arm themselves. And you, you go somewhere like Detroit or, you know, they, they don't. It's not an accepted culture yet. And, and we need to get at that. <laughs> So I was there last year and I helped and uh, the goal was a, uh, a thousand women or something. And we ended up having like over 1900 women show up. So this event, um, the primary purpose of this event isn't to do a, a gun safety fundamentals class or any training. It's to destigmatize guns, make it fun to shoot, um, you know, keep them from being afraid and to teach them to properly operate and safely operate a firearm. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's the one thing that's a nice reality check for them too is is they're they literally give them they put they put them at three yards with a nine and a dot you know because they want it to be easy right the more successful you are the more you're going to want to shoot yeah you never held a gun especially and uh um they uh and, and that was a nice little reality check to realize that dot ain't gonna save your ass <laughs> out the street because if you ain't holding that gun right you know that dot is still going to be like this so that was kind of interesting to watch it, watch them, aha, uh -huh, you know, have that moment. But um, I, I ended up coming off the line because I'm a firearms instructor for people that don't know. And I, I went in and was doing the safety briefings and stuff. And I totally used it as a moment to like go anti government And I was like, you gonna let me listen here with these women? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, last year was the, I'm I'm very much about American history and, 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 and stuff. For those of you that follow me, you know that. For those of you that don't, I'm huge history nerd and, and and helping to teach it and how it applies to what's going on now and yeah. i told these women i'm like look i said women have only been voting for 100 years and how many of you black women in this room had aunties and shit that didn't get to vote in the you know 40 years ago 50 years ago and which of course hit them right and i get this white bitch sitting here 
<laughs> and, oh, this is good. The old, like, she is the classic, and she's got her fucking MAGA hat on, all her bullshit. And she she sits up and she looks around the room like this, right? Because there's, there's 80 women at a time every 30 minutes. Yeah. And to come through to do these safety briefings, because this, this is how many women there. It was awesome. And uh, I'm on my bullshit. I'm getting up there like, look, you can't be like, like these, these politicians going to take your ability to, you know, to defend yourself and all this kind of stuff. So this is this old bitch. She sits up and she goes, don't you have to have a permit to own a gun? Oh, Lord. So I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't go down my personal feeling rabbit hole on that, but you know, <laughs> I, I got to kind of keep it reined in a little bit. But I, I said, you know, in some states require, and I kind of, you know, was given that PC thing. And she looks around yeah. again and she says, isn't that how criminals obtain guns is when they don't have permits <laughs> and there was a couple of younger black girls in the front row and they're like and i was like oh i see you you racist bitch and <laughs> it didn't go the way she wanted it to go because i totally pushed i'm like uh you, you you mean by white people you know like you anyway it just and i just <laughs> went off and it did not end the way she wanted it to and then i just got them all hyped up going into this thing and i'm like and you know what all my black sisters in this I said, they ain't coming to help you. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, absolutely. Yeah, it didn't go the way this lady wanted it to go, and she was pissed because apparently because I'm white, I was supposed to agree with her. <clears throat> yeah, people, that, that's the really, that's the, one of the most beautiful things about the gun rights community because it's not just some like little political faction or like some little tribe. It's we all believe in this and it's an individual, right? It goes beyond any, you know, any kind of classification. So people are always shocked when it's like how open we are to any group, you know, it, it could, it could be anyone from, you know, trans to even, right. even like, and, and this will offend everyone, but even like, you know, socialist gun groups, it's no, I'm in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know what, our politics, those are completely different fights, but if we can't defend what, all right to talk about what we believe in we're fucked <laughs> oh my god so i had it out with a few in the in the community lost some followers. they they think i because they all care about followers they think i give a fuck i'm like look i got yeah. like <laughs> like i have huge tits and i got great guns i don't buy cheap shit if i wanted a hundred thousand followers i'd have them right it ain't, it ain't a thing so because to me it's about a message it's about inspiring people because i work in the lanes that i do you know um my personal feelings when when i'm able to like in here i'm able to kind of put it out there like fuck all of it yeah i, I kind of have to keep it raining because i deal with women that i'm just lucky to get a gun in her hand to begin with right and we want to be responsible and and i kind of work on that bridge eventually i like to get them there well yeah <laughs> so, i mean, I, I mean yeah. but like, uh they they um i i there was a somebody sent me a picture and I, I, I did it, talked about it in a live stream and I took a lot of heat about it. It was a woman, uh, it was an Antifa member at uh, a rally in Kentucky, or protest or whatever in Kentucky. And uh, they wanted, they, they, because for those of you that don't know, the man that was, that was assassinated on the streets in Portland was, a, was my personal friend, uh, Jay Danielson, who was not a MAGA supporter and that shit pisses me off that they fucking used him um for that bullshit i mean that made me just as angry as you know him being murdered well maybe not quite as angry as him being murdered but it was just fucking insane yeah um because that was bullshit but anyway um so they they thought that i was going to be all supportive of this right that, that she shouldn't have a gun and i'm like what's your point and they're like yeah. well she you know these people need disarm i said no they don't and she and this like the, the, the like the it, the heat came on right and, and i was like fuck you guys i said guns like everybody has the right to defend themselves like that bitch has the right. I, I I can disagree with her politically 
all day long, right? But and and but the minute and, and she's got that gun, she's got that gun to defend herself. The minute that she tries to step up in an offensive manner, different game. And I can promise you that me or half the people I know are going to be better trained than her, and she's going to go down. But at the end of the day, she has every bit of a right to fucking own that gun and stand there and, and defend her life and exercise her her inalienable right, just like anybody else, whether she's in socialist and Antifa, BLM, whatever. And boy, did that didn't that went over like a giant turd in the punch bowl. Let me tell you, I don't fucking oh, yeah. care. Oh yeah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> everybody gets everybody. And you know, well, what about the mentally ill? No, it's not my responsibility. Who's not? It's it's not my responsibility to decide who gets a gun and who doesn't. It is my responsibility to be better trained than them and to make sure that they don't try to pull up on me because I have done my due diligence, either A, put my not put myself in that situation, or B, better trained to take them down when they try to come out. Yeah. And Thank you for coming to my carry talk. <laughs> that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> this is the carry talk episode. I mean, you know, I, I, I am I'm all about. I mean, we're just going to take turns going on on long winded rants. I think that's kind of the yeah. mode. But uh, <laughs> yeah, people people tell all this good individual rights stuff, and you know, like oh. Uh, the, the Second Amendment backs up the first, and then the second they see someone they disagree with having guns, they get upset. Like, you know, we ho- had all this NFAC stuff last year, the black militias, and whoever it might be, you know, the second they see, yeah. even, even uh, you see, you saw like all the paleo-libertarians, paleo-conservatives, all that, getting upset when they saw, you know, trans rights people walking through uh, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, with, with uh, you know, ARs and trans flags. It's like, well, that's what you signed up for, bud. Like, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. they right. That they're protecting their right to have an opinion you disagree with. That's where it right. ends. Right. That, Please show me where in the Constitution it says right to bear arms except for trans and and uh, people that don't agree with my politically I, I my political ideology. I'll wait. Yeah, pe- people. It's and that's the problem. That's where we found ourselves. We've got so many hundreds of millions of Americans who would say, "Oh, I support the Second Amendment." And then they don't have a fucking clue what they mean when they say that. They think that means hunting, shooting targets, taking cool pics for Instagram, and then uh, following Tim Kennedy and listening to his bullshit. So I don't even know who that is. I mean, I do oh. now. Let me rephrase that. I know who it is now. <laughs> yeah. Probably but we, I didn't know who it him. was at first. And I'm like, who, who's this cuck? What the fuck <laughs> is this guy about? Why is everybody writing his dick? And then I'm like, oh, I yeah, see this- you. Mr. Uh, Special Forces, only 21-year-old, should, uh, should have the, the right to defend themselves. I mean, or own a rifle, a weapon of war, whatever the fuck he oh, said. That guy. No, I, you know what I should really do? You guys really want to cause chaos? Is I should, I should <laughs> bring you all to SHOT Show. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Can you imagine just... Oh. <laughs> we, we, we could fucking do it. I think I think we need. I, I'd love to see more uh, more actual gun rights advocates instead of gun rights shills. There, you know, I'd love yeah. to see to see guns and Bitcoin with a a booth at, at Shaw Show and uh, yeah, control, that'd be cool, control, right? Control Q <laughs> and you know, our mutual friends actually doing stuff, creating things for the two ends yeah. instead of just trying to shill another product to get around regulations they half backed in the first place. Yeah, no, and I and I agree with you, and and you know, for it, it's that's a fine line for me too, right? Because I, I I run this nonprofit organization, I don't get paid one hundred percent of every dime that I make, whether through teaching or you know t-shirt sale, which isn't much, or donations. It all goes back in to help these women get trained and and everything. And uh, it's you know, I, people, I, there's been companies that I now like 
I, the coffee that I've drank for months, like I sell that, co- you know, I get a commission that goes right to the thing. And I'm like, man, I don't, and I know that I should be better about like making those connections because it supports the thing or my, my organization. But I'm like, God, man, I just don't want people thinking that I'm like that. Cause that's not who I am. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not that shill. I'm not that person that, 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 that wants to sell out or, or I won't, I won't sell out. I have fucking integrity. Like unlike Rob Pincus and his fucking dick writers. Yeah. But, um, but so it's a fine line for me because. hmm? Do you want to get into that a little bit? Like, like, (laughs) well, I I want to frame it right. Because I mean, our our mutual friend, Trigy or, uh, or uh, Thomas, he's, he, he's been warring with Rob Pincus for a long time. Now he's he's, Rob, retired. he's the reason why Rob and I are are where we are. It is, <laughs> it's because of Mr. Trigy Poo <laughs> that that we are where we are. And I I did not uh, uh, bend the knee to Rob the way he wanted and yeah. stuck up for Trigy. And that shit didn't go the way. And 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 here we are. And now I'm completely the you know the public enemy number one in the advocate community. Well, Fuck those guys. If, if we want to take it back to where all of that kind of uh, schism started, I mean, so back in the, you know, the lead up to the Virginia rally, we had <laughs> thousands and thousands of very radical gun rights people mixing with, you know, the tamer sort who want to file bills and sign paperwork and attend meetings and all that. And it know. was awesome. Yeah. For that yeah. reason. Yeah. It was, you know it, was, I mean? it was this attitude of non-compliance, not I'm going to sign a, you know, whatever, a petition. Right. And right. And so, of course, people were starting to get a little bit freaked out how extreme it was going to get. And, of course, as Northam, you know, uh, good old Governor Blackface was ramping up uh, all of his ridiculous, like, mass casualty tents and making out, like, there was going to be a a civil war in Richmond. And and then we have, you know, of course, on the day, we have people with all sorts, from all sorts of different backgrounds, from Black Panthers to Boog Boys to Libertarians and MAGA guys. Uh, you know, carrying their rifles peacefully, barbecuing, dancing in the streets, Trigy beautifully singing. <laughs> it yeah. was, and and it it really kind of um, it it confirmed our suspicions that Rob Pincus was just a fucking moron. He he's talking up all this stuff like we need to be less radical. Now's not the time for this. And guess what? It was a massive show of non-compliance and it was peaceful as as could be it, it was so peaceful they cleaned up yeah. after themselves <laughs> right i know left it actually cleaner so it, the the trench the that even goes back i don't know if you know this but it actually goes back a little bit further okay. to um to when he uh well they're they're the 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 squad's disdain for him goes back to like the new jersey mag band comments right yeah and and remember at that point i i was still you know, I've only been in the industry, world, community, whatever you want to call it, for um, about three—not quite three years yet. Coming up on three years, I think. That's about where I am. I, I, yeah, and so I'm still learning all this kind of stuff. But um, I, uh, uh, so that DC, remember the rally in DC, and I, I was a speaker yeah. at that rally. And uh, where that started with them was that Tridge got pissed. Uh, at him for like because everybody was you know not going to be armed right and yeah. he's like well fuck you like why wouldn't you be armed and right and you know pinkus right and how he is about you know well, it's about you know the message not about you know you know has fucking like, fight it in court <laughs> yeah fuck him so that's that's where that whole thing went down and and trinch had been following me for quite some time i don't even know how long at that point 
Um, and uh, he was making memes of Rob and one of them. And I was because I was involved in this. And remember, I'm at this point, I'm in the industry like a year. Right. And so I'm still learning, like who the people are, what's going on meeting, trying to meet the people with more my political ideology, which has become over the past year and a half, even more extreme yeah. um, <laughs> to more to more to more to y'all, you know, more to the dark side. Sorry about light. that. We, down the or rabbit the hole. Uh, because I'm seeing shit. Um, not that I wasn't always that way, because I've always been that hardlined, no compromise on on guns. Period. End of story. Yeah. And uh, uh, but um, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to I'm figuring all this out. And uh, I liked one of the memes. And he and I had butted some. He, Rob and I had butted heads a little bit, and I just was gotten to the point where I was just ignoring him because I'm like, okay, he's a dick. I can see this, right? Well, he got pissed <laughs> because I liked one of the memes and and texted me. And then, uh, you know, questioned my integrity because I like, I'm like, dude, I said, it was funny. I said, I could have liked some of the shit that was actually funnier. That was way more inappropriate, but that was pretty benign. And, and Tom has been fucking supporting me a long fucking time, longer than I've known you. And, uh, anyway, he didn't like all that. Right. So he says, yeah, well, let, this was it. This was, this was a moment for me. He says, yeah, well, let me know if he ever invites you to speak at a rally in DC. And I said, fuck you. I'll just create my own and we'll be armed. (laughs) <laughs> and that went over, I'm sure you can imagine really well, because abusive men don't like to be talked to that way. Um, and uh, so it just, it just, you know, escalated from there. Um, and I was told that if I didn't leave him alone, that my speaking position was going to be threatened. And for me, I didn't use it as a moment to get up there. I don't know if you ever saw the speech, but I didn't get up there. At this point, I've realized, I'm like, these motherfuckers all sit there and talk to each other and jiggle each other's balls and titties and we're doing something and they ain't doing shit. Yep. So I use this as a moment to to call to action these guys. I'm like, let me give you a different reason for fighting for gun rights, right? Because you shall not be infringed in the comment section means dick. Yep. And I told the story about how I got the shit kicked out of me by my yep. ex-husband. My, my teeth shattered, couldn't eat, told the whole story, right? Uh, Dick Heller was there, Dick, who's fucking as, as kooky and old fuddy as he is. He's still a cool fucking dude. But, um, and men, fucking grown men in the crime, right? Because I, I, I went at it and I said, you know, your shall not, fringe doesn't work. So let me give you something else to fight for, right? Fight for your daughters, fight for your mothers, fight for your, your granddaughters, right? I said, this red flag laws, this is going to affect them. And, and so I, I kind of shifted that and used it as an opportunity to, to flip that narrative on them and call them out on their own boat, you know, not getting out of their echo chamber. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> So uh, it, I think Rob, I think part of it was that he wanted to to watch me fall on my face. Of course, he had to go out of his way to make sure he was the one that introduced me because he that, that's what abusers do, right? Because they always have to interject themselves. Want to be in control path. of the situation. Right. And they have to interject themselves into the path of their target. So um, and so I just dropped it like that and then just walked away and I didn't engage him and, and he didn't like that. So but that was that was rally was that was the big one that really set off and then which rolled into Virginia, which escalated with him. And mm. my husband went to Virginia. I did not, I was going to go with him. Told Tridge I was going to be there. And when it started getting as big as it did, it wasn't about, um, cause I was, I, I went to SHOT Show, which had nothing to do with it. I would have just showed up later to SHOT Show and it had nothing to do with getting arrested or even getting killed. Right. Cause I mean, like I'm, I'm ready. Right. If that's the way it goes, I'm going to go down fighting, you know, from, for the liberties for my daughter. And she knows that, mm. but, uh, it was more like my daughter was young. I didn't want to leave her alone without getting any messages. You know, it was about my daughter at that point and, and making sure she was taken care of. And I didn't know what was going to happen. Like if I died, I died. Cool, whatever. But I can't. I need to make sure that she's 
managed in some way and, and has a plan. So my husband went and I stayed, but I worked behind the scenes and helped to coordinate uh, carpools from five different states to help yeah. people get there. So I was connecting people behind the scenes and doing that kind of stuff and, and working it that way. And uh, wish I could have been there now, um, but uh, I'm glad my husband was there and I'm glad he got to be part of that. But that's why I was like, I am not missing DC. Not happening. Because if the shit is really going to go down in DC on the 6th, I, I'm going to be part of that. And when it did to a certain degree, um, my daughter, she, you know, obviously was hearing about it on the news at that point. She messages me. We were just getting out. We tried to get to the Capitol where we, from where we were, cause we were a block away. And, um, they, uh, everybody was like salmon, like coming out. Right. Cause everybody was running. Cause they were already gassing people and the rubber bullets <laughs> and everything. And my friend starts yelling. Cause oh, I start live streaming it. I don't know if you saw that live stream, but I start live streaming. My friends in the background, you're like, I have federal cops and friends in there. And I'm worried about them. I said, tell them to get the fuck out of there then and let these people do what they're going to do. Cause this is really what it's about. <laughs> And she just looked at me like this, right? <laughs> Especially if they're coming from a, a woman, you know, she's kind of one of those conservatives, you know, and I was like, get the fuck out. Yeah. I said, this constitution is not the founding document of this country, the Declaration of Independence is. They don't want to die, tell me to get the fuck away. And uh, and that, she was <laughs> kind of shocked. So my daughter calls, she checks on me. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm safe right now. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I end up in jail. I might get arrested. You know, at this point, she's almost 18. Um, actually she was eight. she had just turned 18 and, uh, she just said, you gotta do what you gotta do, mom. Love it. That's and I was like, that's, I was like, boom, that's it right there. Like I I've done my job as a, as a parent for her to, to hold to her principles, no matter what. And, uh, and, and for her to understand the, what it really is about. Right. And so that's why people like Pincus to, to circle back, <laughs> um, why people like him make me fucking crazy um above and beyond the 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 verbal and emotional shit that i've taken from him i don't know if you know about the did i ever tell you about the violation against like a shot show when he tried to hug me and i told him don't touch me and he still tried to hug me you did you and did. i i pushed him away i had to physically both arms like this push him away and say don't fucking touch me and then he played victim and and then all of the the shit that ensued around it none of these fucks having the the you know any balls to say anything to him to stop it it was it was sick and that was a really good moment for me to realize who, who all these people are. But as things have continued to escalate up and down, up and down with Rob and watching all this bullshit, I'm like, that motherfucker's fed. Mm. So for, for your homies that are watching from, 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 the, Lang from the offices, <laughs> yeah, we got, we got Rob's number. We know who he is. We know, we know that you planted him here and uh, you might want to come get your boy because like he's outed himself with his stupidity and his narcissism. So I'm just, I'm convinced. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced, you guys, because look, he comes out with that big article about enhanced background checks and all that bullshit, right? Well, people forget a couple of years earlier, not a couple of years earlier, it was just a year earlier, SHOT Show, he tried to release this thing with Dan Gross, like this Center for Responsible Gun Ownership, where he was, he and Dan wrote this training program. I'll send you the outline if you want it, um, because somebody slipped it to me. He doesn't know I have it, of what this criteria, this program is going to look like. And uh, to where he was, he wanted to be the person that got to give the narrative for what a responsible gun owner looked like in self-policing in the industry. Well, that didn't go over well for him. So then, of course, he had to reboot and do all this stuff. Dan spoke at that rally, too, by the way. Um, yeah. And uh, that's where I entered. Where, and then I didn't know who he was. And he's like, well, I'm from Brady Camp. And I'm like, oh, so you're the guy that supports those laws that would get me killed. Yeah, seriously. 
And like, he didn't, uh, uh, he, he was like, well, but I understand that it was wrong and we just need to really be careful about the people. I'm like, no, we don't. Like, I was not, <laughs> I'm like, of all the people you probably picked here, I'm not the person that's probably ever going to be able to see any sense in what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, so when this all came up with this article that he wrote and, and all the bullshit around it, I was like, I told you all motherfuckers. I told you, but the fact that that article was about enhanced background checks, listen to this, y'all, if y'all haven't made this connection, because most of you probably have. And then all of this watermarking bullshit and the downloadable from Apple to oh iTunes or whatever all the, I, look, I'm not a cool kid with y'all and your 3D printing, so I, I, it's not a world I'm super privy to. But um, the fact that, that he has inserted himself in that, right? And then he comes out with this, and those are the two specific things that's his contribution that this motherfucker's been on yeah right so something it just was way too much of a coincidence and then a friend of mine who has a vault a full-blown walk-in that converted a room into a full safe house vault uh for his guns um big youtuber guy uh who is becoming more and more militant and i love to see it but he's a um he and I were talking and he said, you know, he came to my house. He said he was coming through town and kind of took me off guard. He wanted to stop in. And I was like, okay, sure. We'll record some shit. And, uh, didn't, hadn't really paid attention much. Cause a lot of those YouTuber guys don't pay attention to the public. You know, they don't get too, much. too, too busy with the content. Right. Right. So for better or worse or whatever, but anyway, yeah. so he, uh, so he, um, he said, man, Carrie, and, and what he was doing in retrospect is he was, he was questioning his instincts and he was looking to me for validation on it. He said, he came in my vault room and he says, people don't come in my vault room and say, oh, did you get a tax stamp for that? <laughs> right. And, or, or say things like did you, did you build that yourself. Did you, did you register that? You know, like those kind of comments. He said, it was just weird. I'm like, because he's a fucking fed. That, I, well, <laughs> if he's not a fed, he, he wants to be one. <laughs> oh, he totally wants to be he, one. Absolutely, he's, he's playing fucking dress up, and I, I think you made this comment to me. I don't, I don't want to jump the gun here, but um, it, it seems like he's almost pining for a position in the current administration in some form. Like, oh, if there's gonna be, you know, like gun control, at least I should be the one steering the ship. <laughs> it right. seems like that's, that's the pinker strategy. It is, and it's interesting because I don't know if you read the article that came out or the the scathing, right? The the Lee Matthews, the guy, the blogger dude that wrote about it, wrote the article calling him out about the Amelan article he wrote with Jan Gross. Yeah, I know. Followed bounce ball, y'all. Sorry, but um, he um, he said he's looking for a, a spot in the Biden administration. So the buddy that sends me that article, I message him. I'm like, yo, did you tell him that I said that? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know the guy. And I was like, oh, fuck. So so I'm not the only <laughs> one seeing this shit, right? Yeah, so one yeah. of my guys that I've become buddies with out of L.A., a uh, gun guy down there, and he calls me He calls me, and he goes, yo, Carrie, he says, look, hear me out, because I know I'm going to sound crazy right now. He said, but if anybody will buy this, your conspiracy theory ass will love this. And I, he goes, Pincus is a narc. And I was like, yeah. I'll believe it. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, if Biden administration, I was definitely thinking he was angling for a spot. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not dismissing him, but I'm like, yeah, but 20 years, he goes, Sammy, the bull was in the mob for, I was like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> I was just like, so it would explain a lot. Like, you know, I'm convinced that, that based on his past and y'all, I can't wait to give all this to you boys. Cause I'm going to give it to you guys first. To... <laughs> wait, just, it'll come up. I'll tell you guys what I got going because I, I've already told the hubs. I'm like, oh, it's going to the boys. 
yeah. I said, because I know who, who, who the right who who the right people are to put this in their hands, right? It, it um, we're doing it. We're doing a full dossier on him, and and let me tell you, there's some really questionable shit going on in his background. But uh, I'm convinced he's a prohibited person, and I think it's because of abuse somewhere. Um, but if he is in fact a Fed, it sure would explain why he's able to be around guns as much as he is, even though he doesn't carry one, he doesn't mm. shoot one. You notice even the cover of his USCCA books, he's holding the blue gun. <clears throat> <laughs> well, right? very very like, appropriate. For- for someone angling for a position in the blue administration. Yeah, something's up. So he was in the military. He went to a military college and then- uh, uh, um, That's a waste of time. For facts, <laughs> facts. But then he um, got, he gets out, but get this y'all. <clears throat> he gets out and he's in for three years instead of four and he never makes it past a one. Oof. Do you know what it takes to not make O2? Oh, I, I do, Carrie. I, I really exactly. do. Exactly. That, yeah, exactly. So, so I'm telling y'all, something's going on. So so after this last load of bullshit where he's been trying to make it to be a whore and, and this bullshit and him trying, oh, yeah, because I wouldn't let him hug me. And it, it's, I think I sent you that screenshot. It's, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. So we started doing the homework on this and like, the oh, my God, like if I, I'm not going to give it to anybody until we have all of the the. It's like it's on paper right now, but the hub is like literally going to get posted board like strange and shit. Like this is where we are with this, but the shit we're finding, oh man, like it's it is sketchy as fuck. And so we don't want to drop it until we have everything connected, right? So there's no, so he can't wiggle out of shit because you know how he is. You know? And um, if not if when we get because that's it's it's like oh there's this rabbit hole oh fuck and then it takes us down two more and you have to keep mm. trailing. You know what I mean? Like. Like, did he have these kids or was he just saying he did? Like, it's to that level of weird shit going uh, on. It's yeah, yeah. When someone's past gets to that point and they're also like a a public figure in a very like like high risk area of politics, that that's like a billion red flags right there. Right. Yeah. It's super fucking weird. And and like he's never he's only on one home. He's 50 years old and he, his ex-wife had a coastline on it. Ever since then, like everything is his mom's address or ranges that he uses for personal, not to like have ammo drive, just weird shit. Mm. And then there's like all of these connections with like gun manufacturers and organizations. And like, it's looking like, I, 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 this is speculation on my part. Let me, let me just tell you, Fed boys. But um, <clears throat> it looks like there could be some laundering going on. There's just some shit going on. And, and so when I drop it, I'm going to drop a fucking nuke. Um, yep. And he deserves every fucking bit of it. And I'm going to sit back with a giant fucking bottle of whiskey and some fucking chocolate and laugh my fucking ass off when that piece of shit goes down. <laughs> and I hope that every single one of these cunts that fucking support him, endorse him or stay silent about his about because they know he's abusive. They know that he's a shit instructor. They know that he's a fucking grifter. And I want the I want the whole fucking house of cards to come down with him. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean uh, you said it, you said it best. The absolute. Best case scenario for this guy is that he's like w- willing to compromise way more than the Obama administration was. I mean, right. Christ, like, like even the stuff that they were pushing is weak right. compared to, to what Rob. He's he's suggesting turning um, our right to have you know the, the access to the the knowledge to make guns into iTunes for, for weapons. Which what the fuck? Oh, that I would can't. never be traced. Yeah, yeah, like like that that would be the most dystopian thing you could possibly imagine and and well and to me that's for me watching 
watching y'all youngins out there, um, <laughs> right? Protecting protecting my flock of, of youngins out there, like from like that mama bear thing. I'm like, I'm I'm insulted for you that he thinks y'all are stupid enough to buy that oh. shit. Oh yeah, it, it was so great seeing uh, seeing Ivan and Pew and all, all the rest of the the core of the community just jumping down his throat instantly. Like, all right, Rob, I don't know where the fuck you came from, but you're not involved yeah. in this. Your opinion yeah. is not respected in any regard. <laughs> like, right. like don't don't even stay in your lane with normal guns. Like, just fuck off completely. You have no idea what you're on about. Supporting supporting mag bands and generally saying, oh, fight it in court. Let the infringement happen and then try and step it back. Like. Do you, I mean, so many gun rights advocates profess, oh, I'm a student of history. Uh, is Rob, does, has he has he ever picked up a history book? Or did he just- No, he's, his... a, he's a professor, he's a student of, of Rob. Rob is a student <laughs> of Rob. And and a student of um, fucking Benedict Arnold. In fact, um, that might be a paper, well, it may or may not be a paper that I'm, you know, because I'm doing those fun little history things and kind of writing them differently and stuff now. And I'm, yeah. I'm having a blast with that and kind of connecting them to what's happening now. But um, I'm I'm think I'm gonna do one and compare Benedict Arnold and and Rob and do those comparisons and do like a little thing. I might I might need one of y'all enlist one of y'all as a graphic person to kind of do something for me because I that's not my lane. That's uh, what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> I, I am here let's to make, make fuck you graphics to the yeah. So let's make uh, propaganda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm in, man. I, I'm all in because I understand the power of it um, when used for the right purposes. Absolutely. And uh, well, I for, I understand the power of it. Period. But Hey, how's it going guys? I just want to take a quick second to answer a question I get quite a bit these days. So a lot of people ask me, BR, how can I support what you do, your shows, and all that good stuff? The best way to do that is to check out my lifestyle brand, Liberty Punk Inc. Covering all of your niche political shirts, stickers, and flags needs. Everything from slaps that are weatherproof, can go on your car, go on your hydro flask, all that good stuff. To full-sized flags, you can fly outside your house, fly at rallies, present something a little bit different. Our Peace, Autonomy, Liberty, or our Anarcho Betsy flag are always popular. We have a whole ton of clothing options too, of course. And you can stop wearing all that grunt-style shit and start wearing something that truly shows off your belief in actual liberty. Best way to find all that is to search Liberty Punk Inc. online, or you can go directly to spiritofresistance.com, find the Liberty Punk Inc. collection, or you can follow the link in the description of any of my solo show videos and find my store that way. Every purchase supports me and what I do, Spirit Resistance, and we have a part for liberty community issues. If you pick something up, feel free to tag me. Thanks for all your support, guys. Let's get back to the show. Uh, the fact that he thinks that doing you know, memes don't mean shit on my motherfucker. I said, I, do you know how many people know about Ruby Ridge now because of that? Who made that one? Which one of you guys made the one about the, did you know that you can go hunting for your own rubies? And <laughs> Oh, God, that, that, that sounds like, uh, I don't know, Sal or something. It, that, there's so many like that. Oh, Google the Ruby, like, Ruby, Google Ruby <laughs> I Ridge. Shorted. When, well, I didn't even need, I looked at that and went, motherfucker, guys, did this <laughs> shit? This is funny, right? I was howling, absolutely howling. I thought it was fucking brilliant. And, uh, <laughs> So, you know, in his, his whole, like, well, you, you, you ain't doing nothing. I'm like, mm, don't think for a minute, first of all, that, that the, when done right, that those aren't effective. It's a whole different language. And second, just because they're making memes on the internet doesn't mean they ain't training when they're not on. Oh my know? God. So I, I have, I've personally met, I will not rat out a single one of them, but I have met a ton of people who are 
fucking militant as they come, and they run great meme pages. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and that's, so you know, I've, I've butted heads a lot with people in the industry uh, defending. Um, that's actually one of the big things that, that caused a big problem is one of the fucking old FUDs in the industry. He went off um, uh, in January 2020. I was giving a speech down in, in uh, Florida, this big Florida carry event, and this fucking old FUD motherfucker gets up there and Paul Lathrop is his name, and he works for the Second Amendment Foundation, just so you guys nice. know. Just saying, feel free to take a look if you don't already know who he is. Uh, runs the Polite Society podcast. And uh, he gets up there, and he starts speaking. He starts condemning the boys, or the redacted boys, and you know, and all this bullshit. And, uh, and I pulled him to the side, and I said, do you realize that the speech that you just gave marginalized a significant number of younger generations of, of gun owners? Well, but, you know, they're really putting out the wrong message. I said, are they? Are, are they? And why do you think that? And until something happens that, that you know, would would put other people in danger, at what point do you, th anyway, and he didn't like it, right? And A, he didn't like it because it was a woman calling him out. Um, and B, he didn't like him because I was, yeah, I was right. Yeah. And he didn't like it. And I wouldn't let go because when I know I'm right, I'm like a fucking rabid dog. And and so I know that's part of why he came back at me a couple weeks ago over Rob, um, because I was like, why would you do that? Like, just because you are this old guard and you and I talked about this, I know, where you said, you know, the, the, they don't understand the younger generation of gun owners and me being a Gen Xer, right? It's like that, the, all the jokes that y'all make about the Gen Xers, like, we will put you in a fucking facial recognition <laughs> software and leave you with, like, everybody forgets about us. And it's like, and it's, it's a joke, but it's true, right? Because I'm watching both sides of this. Yeah. And I definitely lean more to, to the younger guys because I'm, I'm more militant. And, and anti-government. And so I'm watching these fuckers. I'm like, you guys are all going to die soon. Yep. And, 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 and so is it really about, is it about your egos and, and, and about you taking selfies at, you know, some events saying you're doing something and jiggling each other's balls and titties, or is it about fighting for the rights of these young men and women and, and, and their liberties? Because it's about preserving, preserving the, the fundamentals of inalienable rights that were guaranteed to us um what what is it because it, it, obviously right now it ain't both for you well yeah we, and, we, we, uh, they don't we, like that shit we're getting this talking to by people who are you know 50 to 70 years old but you know a, a, a bunch of white-haired old men who spend their weekends wearing orange and you know nothing wrong with that but <laughs> like real well, there's a lot wrong let me tell you that as a woman let me tell you there's a lot <laughs> wrong with that <laughs> all right all right all right we, we could we could go full fashion place on them but <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that'll have to be a bonus episode. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the power that they like to think that they have behind that orange vest and neon yellow hat that, that yeah, is it, usually disproportionately affects women and why they don't like to go fucking shoot. Yeah, but but these these guys, they think they can tell us, you know, how we should be running our, our gun rights activism. It's like, you guys have had the stage longer than any of us have existed. And the fact yeah. that our, our gun rights are in such peril is a testament that you fucking failed. Because they all ride the NRA's dick. Yeah, yeah, that there's only a handful who have, you know, always been like, and I'm not putting you in that bracket, but, you know, the, the people who've been doing this a bit longer than us, you know, 20 to 30 yeah. somethings, who are, we've come into this and we're like, what the fuck have you been doing? Like, you taught us to yeah. shoot, but you weren't doing anything about our rights. <laughs> like, yeah, sweet. Thank you, Grandpa. I can have a bolt action, but the whole fucking reason we're, we're doing any of this is about to go down the shitter. Yeah. And, and, and then they're telling us off. It's like, we're going to try something else. Sorry, no, sorry. Like this didn't work. And now we have to, now we have to clean up your mess and we have to be the radical ones because you refuse to be. 
Yeah. And, 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 you know, the, the, uh, you know, when you went to the Arizona, the, the Arizona gun rally or whatever down there yeah. and all that bullshit and the one and the polka dots are my camo and the fucking MC and all that bullshit and her is about the legacy for my grandchildren. I'm like, nah, it's about your selfies. Cause you, you know, were miss fucking Avondale oh, or yes. whatever it is and fucking whatever she lives in uh fucking 1957 or whatever fucking year it was. And uh, I think it was a little bit later than that. She's not that much older than me, but, um, but, and you're still trying to preserve that shit. Like, don't, don't give me that. It ain't about your, it ain't about your liberties uh, and preserving it for your kids. And because if it were, you wouldn't be telling people like me that I'm too harsh and abrasive. And when I say, but you voted for Trump and you tell me it's different. And I'm like, so did you just validate why I need feminism? Cause I think you just did. Cause it's okay for Trump to be a douche, but not me. Okay. I see you. I see you. I, and that's yeah. the whole, that's that whole industry. You know, it's interesting because, and and I'm to the point of just apathy about all of it. Um, but for a while, when I, before I entered this industry, I was uh, very like, just crush the NRA. It's useless. We don't need it. I did get in. I did see that there are some things that they do that people don't know about that are not horrible. Um, and so I started to have a little bit of a different perspective about it in terms of, okay, if, if they really are the money, unfortunately, they are the most powerful still. Um, and they've got the ear uh, of these politicians. And so th- remember, this is where I was two years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. We, we, we've all made that transition as we've, yeah. as we've learned more. And more. We've, all, we've all walked toward the light. But uh, so, and I'm like, okay, so really they don't need to be removed. They just, but there does need to be a giant restructuring. And I thought it was funny because I remember I was in Colorado when this went down, when uh, Oliver North uh, told LaPierre to retire. And LaPierre said, fuck you. Um, I'll rat you out or whatever. And, and Oliver North's like, fuck you. You know, for for the things I could dislike about him or whatever, the one thing I'm like, that motherfucker, like there is nothing that, that you're not going to phase him with a threat, LaPierre, of all of the men <laughs> that you're getting ready to threaten. So that's why Oliver North was like, fucking I'm out was because uh, he, he, Oliver North threatened out him and Oliver North si- or, and uh, LaPierre silenced him. Side note, uh, for those of you that don't know that. So that all went down and then they kind of swept that shit under the rug. And then that's when uh, Pink Cunt, as I like to call him, stepped up and, and caused the big scene at the NRA rally, calling all these people out, which was just a posturing move. Because here's the end of the day, Pinkus doesn't want reform in the NRA. Pinkus wants LaPierre's spot so that he can make yep. the calls. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, this this industry is rotten with greed instead of, uh, you know. <laughs> constant yeah. principles and and yeah. uh, consistency and and yeah. so when you when you come at it with consistency all of the people who are doing it for the wrong reasons you know profit and uh and and self-gain they get upset shocker they're like hey you're fucking up my game i'm trying to play the same game i'm trying to i'm trying to have uh gun issues to still be concerned about like let's not be let's not be uh making any milestones here or any change yeah, and you know it's it's it really when you understand history, um, and you understand that those uh, you know English bastards tried to. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. If I was there, I would have been shooting too. <laughs> I know you would have been totally. Um, but they, uh, they, you know, to, and this is why it's important to understand history. And so many of these fucking gun people, like you know, they're all about the American Revolution and. But the patriots and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, first of all, a lot of y'all call yourself patriots. Still, so time to do patriot shit. Let's be real about that. Because patriot shit ain't pretty, <laughs> and, and patriot shit is not glorious. And I don't know if you've heard me go on my my John Hancock rant about that. Um, 
I can tell you guys, if you're interested, I'll tell you guys about it. Cause it's like people under us, people undervalue him and, and why. And, and so they talk about all that and they stick to the second amendment that shall not God damn it. Do you guys realize how much I want to fucking cunt punch people <laughs> that sit there and sh- post shall not be infringed in the comment sections? I'm like. Melon labia. Mola, we call it moldy labia in my house. <laughs> yeah. It's like moldy labias. It's just, it's, I'm done, right? Because, especially because 90% of are going to bend the knee and give over their guns because they don't want their fucking pizzas to stop being delivered, their beer in the fridge, and they got kids at home bitching because they want to know when dinner is going to be on the table. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, right? Like, it's, it's, and, and all these fucking gun people, all these advocates, right? Because all the, as you guys know, right, the industry breaks down. You guys all, there's all these little subgroups and stuff, which is cool. And that's what I love about it. But it's, it's also an issue in some of those groups, the advocates being the biggest ones, because that's those ultra conservative old fucks that continue to keep controlling this bullshit that all hate me now, which is great. Um, And, and they're, they think they know history. I'm like, but you don't. Right. You know what it, you know what it says and you know it's because they tried to take your guns. But why did they try to take the gun? And, and how long did it take? Right. They just didn't say, fuck it. We're going to throw some tea over and then we're going to light it off. It was like 10 years of trying to fucking compromise. It was 10 years of trying to uh, uh, of, of, of negotiate and, and, and work quietly and, and mend bridges before they finally said this ain't this shit ain't going to happen. And then they let it off, you know, and. And we're we're way past, way past ten years of, of trying to deal with this shit, and we're at what you're about two hundred forty-five or two hundred fifty years that any republic has ever lasted. Yeah, right. Uh, America, as we know it, is done. I mean, if we're and I love, I'm I'm a I'm patriotic as fuck. Um, I love my country, hate my government, and I I I'm very much very prideful about our history and 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 what was done and 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 study it heavily but america as we know it is done and so really where america is going to lie i believe is in the hands of people like like y'all who understand that and and are, and are ready to start examining what is it going to look like moving we can preserve america but it's going to be preserved differently and what does yeah. that look like and and because you you can't preserve it the way it was anymore. It's it's done. And yeah, and yeah. the fact that Time Magazine came out and blasted that bullshit with the uh, literally detailing how they stole the election. Oh, excuse me, fortified <laughs> it because we weren't yeah, smart yeah. enough to understand the fragility of democracy. That's yeah, that, that article. That doesn't seem like a like a system that needs preserving if it can break down so easily. Usually. <laughs> Usually when a machine runs like that, it gets replaced pretty quick. But uh, I guess 250 years or longer is the going rate these days. <laughs> yeah, or so, yeah, at least for the last few hundred years or the last couple centuries yeah. or millennia, really. But, um, you know, so and that's OK. Right. Uh, Brandon Combs is the founder of FPC, a good friend of mine. And he and I have great conversations because this he and I are, are hard lined about this shit and he sent me i should send it to you because i think you'd like it it was a it was written by a an a lawyer at fucking some university or whatever uh, and it explained something that i've always agreed with and, and that's why he sent it to me and that's you know about the founding document of the country is the the declaration of independence it's not the constitution and he breaks down why in just really great simple terms and it's so true you know this country was literally founded by men who signed their own fucking death warrant that's pretty mm-hmm. fucking big dick energy. Well, yeah, it was, it was the, the 
most dangerous experiment and like one of the one of the only of its kind you know at the time it was it was absolutely uh revolutionary it truly was yeah yeah and, and, and that's my whole rant about john hancock and all these motherfuckers out there well you know i'm ready to go i got my ammo i got my guns i'm like motherfucker i'm gonna and the ones that like to shit on me well you're you know i've seen your groupings you're i'm like motherfucker i worry about my grouping because i'm watching your dead ass i'm gonna sit up in a tree watch you eat the wrong fucking mushroom and then steal your shit when you die <laughs> yeah they think that right because they all yeah. <laughs> i hate laughing because they think that you know the kickoff is about having the guns i'm like nah it's about who can stay the quietest and eat the right shit and know how to live off the land is really what it's going to come down to and these motherfuckers can't do it you know and but john hancock right he he stood to lose wealthiest colonist at the time i'm gonna go off my history nerd so if you guys want to shut me down go ahead because i'll keep going because this is i'm getting <laughs> into my geek line but you know he was like they king he knew king george was that his coronation he wanted they king george because of that kept putting a squeeze on him to keep the sons of liberty in line and he couldn't do it so that's when he sends general gage over and general gage took his house and took everything he had and that's when he realized i i can't do this anymore that is that is why his name is the biggest on the on the on the declaration of independence because he had literally nothing less to left to lose and i'm like patriot shit some of the biggest acts of patriotism didn't happen with a gun. They happened with a pen. Mm-hmm. And and these fucking NRA fucking conservative. First of all, if you're a conservative, you ain't a patriot. Let's <laughs> let's get that clear, people. Right? Because <laughs> they were liberal, you know, militants. Right? <laughs> the the people that founded this country. So I, it, it just it, the industry. I'm becoming pretty salty. You guys caught me on the back end of some bullshit today, so I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really, it's disappointing to see that that somebody who is passionate about the, the foundation and the history of this country and preserving my daughter's liberties uh, to watch people who profess to do that sit there and, and, and ride the dick of, of the government, number one, and Donald Trump, number two, and more, and the biggest of all of them fucking the people in the industry themselves that are the giant cancers or trojan horses or whatever that are literally working from the backside to take these people's liberties away and they all kiss his ass and it makes me insane yeah at this point like i said i mean we've gone from a place where rights was a thing of principle to a thing of profit and then when it when it turns that corner it just becomes you know how can i portray that I'm doing the right thing while really spending as little money as possible and kind of, you know, inconveniencing myself and my, my profit margins as little as possible. And guess guess what? It gets you a, a hollow industry where people like Heckler and Koch can arm the ATF and then tell us that they're pro to uh, Second Amendment. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. A, a German company is telling me that they're pro Second Amendment while they, they arm you know, a, a multitude of governments committing human rights atrocities across the planet from Hong Kong to America to Germany. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just watched. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm a little disappointed in myself. And that I had not uh, seen this movie years ago when it came out, because it came out like 2009 or whatever. But have y'all seen that movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, the sniper? yeah. This, he gets like discredited and he has to like. Well, well, they frame him for they frame him for trying to assassinate the president, but killing like killing the um, diplomat from Ethiopia or whatever it is, or you know, and yeah. uh, but the I mean that's that's the that's the, the base of it, right? But what it really comes down to is is them trying to kill him because he sits in a position to expose all of these senators and, and all these government officials for uh, you know committing uh, you know 
all these like fucking murdering entire villages and shit for oil. And I was like, <laughs> baby, did that just get interesting, you know? And then I was like, watched for two, 2009. Oh, the whole movie. Like it just kept going and like the layers of it, the layers <laughs> of it just kept going. I was like, damn. Um, it was, it was in the FBI. It was just, it, it was go back. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. And, uh, we'll do the group. We'll come back and talk about it. But it was, cause <laughs> it's interesting to see that. And then I watched Red Dawn the other night. The, the, I was probably 10. The first time, how old was I? It was in 1984, by the way, but that movie came <laughs> out, interestingly enough, odd coincidence. Tell but, uh, you know, I don't remember any of that shit. So I went back and watched it and I looked at my husband and went, what the fuck? And he was like, uh-huh. They, they, were, they, they invaded through the open border, um, disguising themselves through the, um, all of the illegal aliens coming in. What's happening right now? Right? I mean, they just caught those. They just caught those two guys. Those two terrorists that were coming in, um, hiding between them. I was like, "What?" And then there's a scene in it. This is the one that got me right. And this was like, this. This is why gun registration is bad, right? So they uh, above and beyond the government. I, 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 I gotta be. I gotta beat you too. Are you talking about uh, form four four seven three? Uh huh. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. And they're like, so the the dude, the general or whatever, he's like. Go uh, go to the sporting goods stores and pick up all the forty four seventy threes, and we were like, "What?" The <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. I had someone DM me about that the other day. They're like, "Yeah, I haven't ever made you know an, an in store firearm purchase." I'm like, "Nah, maybe maybe keep it that way, mate." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't. I've got a, I've got a. Uh, he's a little fun guy, but he's sweet. He makes his own, you know, he does his own shit out here, but he keeps all of his in his little fucking, you know, trailer or whatever. That's or like a tractor, not a tractor, like a semi that he converted. He does his own reloads. This dude's so hardcore, he makes his own lead. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm not worried about my shit being. Yeah, like, that, that's he, that's probably safe. Yeah, exactly. So and I, you know, and I'm I'm always about the, you know, how can I move in in ways that I, you know, don't need them to know what's going on. And you know, I'm married to somebody who's great, very great. Uh, learn from the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they taught him everything he knows and uh so kind of kind of like that movie because we were watching some of that because that's a lot of the stuff that he does and he was like and i so it cracks me up when i watch all these people thinking that they know and they're tough and they're badass i'm like you guys are gonna be the first to die it's awesome like i like keep talking because you, you're literally just letting me know where, to, where who i need to go take shit from people's <laughs> people's obsec these days is abysmal it's like my, let's just go around wearing targets, you know. Like <laughs> that seems to be the move. I think one of my favorites are the dumb shits that that will post pictures of their guns to flex on their guns, and they post them with their serial numbers up. Oh god! Every single every single firearm picture I've ever posted has like a little piece of black electrical tape over the serial number. Yeah, or we flip them like that's like all of these. Yeah, the reason yeah, why yeah. they're back and forth is to intentionally keep the serial. Yeah, we don't yeah. like. I'm like, these are fucking walnuts, man. <laughs> just but keep don't keep going. You know, somebody asked me the other day, what do you think one of the biggest, which is why I put that on my, on Twitter. I was like, you know, what are the five, uh, five biggest, um, skills and that like, you know, Eric Blanford, Iraq veteran, he like nailed it out. Right. And I was like, that's, and he's not wrong. Uh, those are the five skills. They are. They, huh? I said, those are the five skills. They were the five. You read that one. Yeah. Those are totally the five skills. And I'm watching everybody. And then I on, on uh, Instagram, just because I was kind of curious to see. Now, some people have some really funny fucking comments, and I appreciate that. But like, it was interesting for me to observe what people perceived when I, because I said, you know, when it comes time to do real patriot shit, 
what they perceived that was. Yeah. And where they are in that mindset. It was, it was a total, it was a total uh, social and psychological experiment for me. And it, and it paid off to kind of watch that and just to kind of see where people's minds were, how many people really understood what I was saying, how many yeah. people um, didn't get it, how many well, people I'm, got it, but go ahead. Sorry. A lot of people have like a Rambo mentality. They they think that if they've got, you know, I, I need to know explosives, I need to know grenades, I need to know handguns, pistols, and I need to know how to, I don't know, reload ammo. It's like, what, are those, are those your five skills, dude? All right, you're going to fucking, you're going to be one of the first to go. And when I, when I saw that post, I, I started to answer and I was like, yeah, there's going to be like a billion people that do it better than me. But when I was considering it, I was like, you know what, skill number five, like at the bottom of the list, that might be shooting but shooting might not even make my top five and and, right. and, and you know the hubs we talk about all the talk about all the time i'm like motherfuckers knowing how to move silently and 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 identify plants is going to get you a hell of a lot further and you know i'm into bush medicine and stuff because i my my roots are pagan um you know like not not the religion yeah that the christians made it out to be but the actual people from and that settled down in the scotland and ireland and um and it's that I'm just it's inherent for me to know how to make medicines out of stuff. It's, it always has been very witchy. If, if you were uh, people call it whatever they want. But I love telling my Christians, by the way, total side note. And they're like, oh, I just you know, this is, you know, witchcraft. And I'm like, bitch, you're fucking scented candles from your goddamn home. You whatever fucking Tupperware party and your goddamn mood boards and goal setting boards. That's low key witchcraft, bitches. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, they're taking opiates instead of natural medicine. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I'm like, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, but that's the kind of shit, like, like I, I love watching people's faces when I'm like, do you know how many people died in Vietnam from fucking foot infections because of yeah. socks and rank? Yeah. Like, that's going to get you more than a bullet in the head, like, all day, every day, you know? And, and I love asking people, what are the top three things that, like, shit goes down, it, your time to secure your space, what are the top three things that you need in order? <laughs> And people are like, water. And I'm like, how are you going to protect it? Yeah, security, first, foremost, always. Mm -hmm. Period. Secure your fucking perimeters. And, uh, you know, but what do I know? I'm just a dumb chick. <laughs> right? So I'm like, that's okay. I keep thinking I'm a dumb chick because, you know what? I do have moral flexibility and I will fucking kill you and, and your family to feed my kid. <laughs> that, that's all I need to hear. You know, just buy a shotgun. Yeah, right. Well, that's Biden clearly knows what's best for me as a woman. And I just need to use a shotgun um, because my delicate sandwich making hands can't handle those scary ARs. You, well, you, you don't need to aim as much, you know, it'd just be it'd be easier for you, really. Just spray everybody. I had a, <laughs> I, I went to talk to one of my to my state rep here in town when I actually thought I could was delusional enough to actually have an impact. And uh, he I, we got in this we got in this heated conversation about that. And he goes, what do you need a AR for what are you trying to do? Pick them off at 400 yards, and you know you guys have no idea how hard it was for me to not say, "Well, I can't get that lucky to see him coming from 400 yards." You know they're trying to do me harm. <laughs> I didn't like, say it, but I was like, "Like, I mean, I mean, really, if 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 the opportunity arises, yes." Uh, yeah, but. I mean, look, if I see you like like running and gunning, and you're, like, hey, you know, I, I I may or may not have a really nice set of nods in this house. Like it's, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I but to. Uh, like for that, that, that mentality is just so ingrained. And quite honestly, I have, I've got a couple shotguns. I struggle with those, you know, I'm not as big as I, as my tits and my mouth may want people to think that I am. <laughs> so, 
I, I, my AR is way more manageable. Hell, my, my 308 is more manageable than, than a, for me, than a 12 gauge. Yeah. You know, so um, I, it just blows my mind. And then it, you know, I know you, you said that you don't like to get into like a lot of the, you know, identity politics and stuff, but there, there are definitely some factors uh, with the gun thing and, and women in the culture. Oh, no, 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 no. I like, as much as I, I hate it, I do recognize it is, the field we're playing these days and it's you know there's no turn back now we do have to um you know use those those audiences because they exist their demographics you know that's that's the marketing way of looking at it the different demographics and you have to appeal to all sorts yeah of absolutely and one to... of the things i i try to go ahead i mean an error i'm sorry i was just gonna say to, to succeed and then i was good <laughs> yeah you're and you're right and the the one thing right and i started actually sitting down to write a book about this and maybe i'll get back to it i don't know i like writing those shit talking uh, history posts better i'm having a fucking blast doing that <laughs> I, I really do i mean i those i look and they're a great distraction from all the gun rights bullshit i literally bust when i was writing that scott all that scott i was fucking cracking myself up so uh and and i think it's a it's, if i'm getting through to people to make the connections you know for history great but uh, I started writing a book about women, and 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 this is the what the gun rights like. You know, the women and the that control that narrative, that ultra conservative. You know, women are the future, and women are the largest demographic of of new gun owners. And I'm like, you guys have been saying that for ten years, but all you're doing is making fucking pink ripped, you know, 380s, right? So where's the real change when when reaching women? And uh, and then it hits me as I'm as I'm processing this, and I'm I'm looking at this, and I'm like, the the left, right? Did, they're all the same, really. When it comes down to it, the left, right, fucking libertarians, even those fucking shit shows, they, it's all this. <laughs> it's all the same pile of shit. But just for sake of conversation, you know, the the left has been way more effective at weaponizing women for gun control, and 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 there's a reason for that because women are loud and we get heard, and then you throw on top of it that whole mother thing. And so now they weaponize the children too. And it's been very, very effective. And so one of the things that I talk about when I get out there and I start talking to all these people, I'm like, you guys have to stop. And this is where I hit it with Paul Lather too. And that fuck when he was shitting on the, on all of the, the, the guys that didn't agree with him because they were a different generation of, of gun owners. Um, I said, you guys can't, this facts and logic shit doesn't fly anymore. I said, you have to fight fire with fire. So you need to use emotion but not be emotional. And my aha moment for that was when I confronted Kamala Harris. I, I don't know if you'd seen that video or not, but um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck that bitch. Fuck that fucking, I hate that bitch. So we, we um, when I'm in the bathroom. I said we got a long shit list this episode. I fucking hate her. <laughs> she's, she's almost as bad as Vegas, but um, he's, he's worse because at least we see, we know where she's coming from. You know what I mean? Like I, I want you, I want to know who you are, right? Like the people who, who like that, I can handle them because I know how to deal with that. But uh, I was in the bathroom and you know, I want to make it super short, but these women were, you know, riding her dick and ah, she's great. And, and I said, it's too bad she didn't want to talk to a DV survivor about red flag laws. <sighs> I didn't say I was the, D I didn't say anything pro con anything. And they went into their, you know, spiel about defending her and their, their talking points at their program to believe. And, and I said, well, I'm the DV survivor. And red flag laws uh, would get me killed. And they stopped and they froze. And they looked at me. And, and I walked out. I mean, they just looked me in the eyes and I, and I walked out. Like, I just dropped the mic on them. And they were silent, I could, you know, as I, as I walked out. Um, an ABC reporter from L.A. actually ended up following me out to talk to me. But um, I said, uh, uh, in that moment, I realized, I'm like, 
their need to be empathetic to my plight, right? They're, because that's all about that victim culture. Their mm-hmm. plight or their, their need to, to, to show me that they believe me as a woman was more important than their talking points. And that was my aha moment when I'm like, okay, that's it. And so that's when I realized like with women, when you were, we're dealing with women, there is a different language. And, and if, if you use emotion, but you don't get emotional, right? Use their weapons, but, but master the skill of using their weapons so that you don't let it, um, you know, so that you just don't end up in, in these uh, screaming matches. Although sometimes that can be powerful too, because you can trigger them into outing who they are. And that's worked for me really well, getting super emotional and like calling people out. Then, and that's what happened today with this guy, right? As I triggered all of his friends and they all fucking snap like little bitches. And, uh, and so I used it, I used that emotion as a weapon and used emotional as getting a weapon. And, and that was the way to get in. Now, that being said, this is all in the day-to-day fight for the rights and, and what's on, this, on, this, on the, the surface of it. But at the end of the day, it, it, and this is what most of these people don't matter and where I've come to, it don't fucking matter. Because no. they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna find a way to try to come and take your guns. Well, and I say they're going to try to because it is the government. And they're not really good at a whole lot of anything, let's be honest. Well, yeah, if, if we get into uh, just, the, just the numbers of the ATF, I mean, they're going to have to enlist a whole lot of local, local police strength, and that's going to be unreliable, the country mm-hmm. over. And, you know, I, I, I'll, yeah. save you the ACAP, I'll save you the ACAP rant for this episode, but... You know, yeah, like yeah. It, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. There will be a lot of cops who enforce it, even in the reddest of red states. I think but, it'll be about fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it'll be a, it'll be a complete fucking mess for them to actually enforce anything. And when you have a few uh, morbidly obese ATF agents trying to trying to round up cops that are, you know, fifty-fifty unsure if they're doing the right thing, uh, <laughs> good luck. That's gonna be really efficient. You know, just like the drug war, the war on guns will be super efficient. It won't be a shit show at all. Yeah, not at all. It's totally going to work. You know, it's funny. Um, by the way, in that movie, I, I, there was a couple of, of scenes in that movie, a few scenes, where they totally throw shade at the government for killing dogs. Like, you guys have to go watch that movie, Shooter. I was dying. I said, did he just say he was going to have to shoot that, F, that uh, CIA agent or whoever he was because he knew he was going to kill it? If he walked up on the porch, he's going to have to, he was going to try to shoot his dog. <laughs> And this was like in 2009 or some shit. And I was like. (laughs) Puppicide is real, people. Puppicide is real. And I I think think the ATF is is, they're laughing at y'all, us, right? With that fucking where they sell them like stuffed dogs and shit now. Do they? They're selling selling, like stuffed uh, puppies and like like flush animals and all that kind of stuff. I'm like. Really, you guys? I, I haven't heard about this. What? Let me like, see if I can find it. Somebody <laughs> sent it to me, and I didn't. You guys might be faster at finding it than me. Yeah, like on their like, there's there, there's like ATF fucking like plushy yeah. toys or some yeah. shit like that. They're, they're dogs. I, I'm mostly shocked by the fact that ATF is a merch store. I mean, <laughs> right? Well, it is the government, right? You gotta, I gotta, gotta raise that revenue somehow. Uh, oh wait, careers. Oh god. I told my husband, I said, why don't you get a job with the ATF and infiltrate them? And all of a sudden, all these tax stamps start getting like 50,000 <laughs> back, backlog tax stamps get approved in one day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you get a call and you go driving by, you're all, looks good to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, sir, we're not meant to be this efficient. <laughs> like, that, that's not what we right. do. 
we are the government. We are, we're here to help. Yeah. Uh. Uh, which I want to talk about this a minute because I have been in the middle of, of entrenching, which I looked at the clock and I was like, Jesus Christ, it's four o'clock. Cause I've been in the middle of bullshit all day. <laughs> and, um, but I want to ask in the fucking industry, man, cause these people are a mess. Um, so homeboy was killed by a female officer that grabbed that, that she grabbed a taser. Yeah. And, and he was stopped. So it wasn't for an air freshener. It was for expired tabs. I was like, well, shit, I'm screwed, man. Cause my, I, we won't renew them. Like after this whole call, like all this went down, we're like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, no, like my, my tags expired. And my whole thing was like, yeah, I, I've just been a, in a perpetual, like, ah, fuck it. I hope they pull me over. Like, actually, I don't want to get killed. I've got a lot of, like, I've got a lot of shit going for me. And so I've been right. back and forth. And, right. and so my tag, my tags are also expired right now. So I'm just, and I've got, you know, a few nasty stickers on the back that would offend some cops. Yeah. Uh, they're not exactly going to be, uh, you know, thanking me for the for my support. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a victimless crimes can get you killed nowadays, and we see instantly so many, um, you know, every gun laws and infringement types instantly justify when this shit happens, and you gotta wonder, like, where's where's the line for you people? Is it going to be when they're knocking on your door? No, because those are the same cops <laughs> that are going to bend their fucking knee and hand over their guns. That, that you're quite right. You know, it wouldn't even come down to confiscation. It's going to be like, well, <laughs> I guess like the law is the law, you know? I got, yeah, I got well, I better follow the law. I got to go yeah. to work tomorrow. Got, got to change out my barrel, put on a stock, you know, register my tax stamp. Oh, but but no, it's really good because they're actually, they're excusing tax stamps. You just have to register it. You know, that's all. You don't have to, don't even have to pay the $200 tax stamp. It's a real bargain. That's what <laughs> all this is. Like all this shit that, that all this stuff that they're wanting to put down with these background, like all this stuff. And this new regulation and all of these things that they're getting ready to try to hit with, this is all they don't they I I really this is this is my hot take on this, right? And I, I I'm not gonna say it's a prediction at this point because I'm not dug into it enough, but I think it's safe to safe to say that I believe that they really aren't gonna try to ban pistol braces um or some of these other things. I or the mags, I think that they're gonna try to turn them into cash grabs. You th- oh, so you think it's going to be more like like the uh, like the like the, like the, um, like the suppressors? Oh, fast tracked uh, stamps and all that, and just get everyone to be like, okay, well that's pretty reasonable actually. Yep. Because, oh, they're going to let us keep them. All we have to do is pay them more money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I I truly do fear. I don't want to slap too harsh of a number on it, but I, I truly believe sixty percent of all the people you know there. Spartan warrior, melon lobbyer, bullshit, and all this. I will not comply. Come and take it. I, I think a lot of them would be like, you know what? I don't want the hassle. They've been so crushed. I mean, it, it's a good time for it. You know, a year of being fucking just your throat and face stomped on, and it's like, you know what? I don't want to fight anymore. That's exactly it. That's that's exactly what it's going to be. And and you know, we're watching all this. My the hubs and I are like, we see this motherfucking shit coming, and they're oh, gonna yeah. and then and then the government for being so reasonable yeah like it's i i feel like there's 10 percent of the gun community like the the you know consistent hardcore radicals like ourselves who are like can you not fucking see this i mean i came from a different country to, to tell you this shit was happening i as a, as a young kid i was fortunate enough you know the, the crown allowed me to have a suppressed 22 bolt action that was as good as <laughs> it got for me that was as good as it got for me <laughs> and uh <clears throat> i had to have a cop come into my house look into my closet to see where I was going to put my safe and read over a, you know, a, a psychiatric evaluation from my doctor saying that I'm fit to have a, a, a rifle in my home. <laughs> and, and, and 
so I, I come here and I'm like, this is, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. It's very possible if we allow it. And, and, and people are so, so nonchalant about it. There's no urgency. There's just this, well, we'll just keep on signing petitions. You know, there's... Oh, because those, those work. Yeah, I, I don't get it. There's so much faith in politics. And yeah. I'm, I'm really wondering what the turning point's going to be because we see line after line after line in the sand gets fucking stepped on, brushed through like it's nothing. And these guys, oh, uh, next time. Oh, but no, no, no Trump, yeah. it, it, it was just a toy, man. The, the bump socks were a toy, so that doesn't matter. And we just see this progression. And uh, something I wanted to ask you was, uh, where do you think we're going to we're going to find the the point where it's like, oh, the gun community doesn't have balls or there is a line. Do you think there's something radical enough that would get these people to, you know, wake up on en masse? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Because they bought into, they bought into the, the, the side up of the, we're going to do this and this and this and this and this. Oh my God. We're going to freak out. I can't believe you're going to fucking do that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Oh, you know what? Okay. We're reasonable. We're 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 a benevolent government, and we're only going to do this, oh. right? Yeah, yeah. Like was, the fourteen hundred dollars, right? And the <laughs> we're going to give you fourteen hundred dollars, and uh, but we're still going to fund gender studies in Pakistan, and and take twenty five thousand jobs away, right? And and then it's always the distraction. But the, you know the reality is is that this stuff started, you know, when I was a child. You know, I was born in seventy four. Um, and even before that, right, this indoctrination bullshit started way, way, way before this stuff, right? And what this, what it really comes down to and where this really comes in is they have used social media uh, and media, but social media in particular, to to slowly get people to, to dumb them down, right? The public school system, big one. Um, and but on top of that, it's they they're using social media. I mean, think about it, right? If I write anything of any substantial size, people won't read it. Yeah. Because they if they can't read it in two or three sentences, um, unless they're devout followers, and I hate using that term, but for lack of a better term, um, and they know that I have something to say, they're not gonna, they're just gonna scroll by. And so they've sold people on this short attention span, short attention span, short attention span. What people don't realize is how that connects to how the government is using it to manipulate you. Um, with their song and dance, song and dance, song and dance. And then they throw, you know, and then they freak you out, right? They use the media to to create all this paranoia and freak out and drama, as we're seeing in the in the industry, right? And they're using, like, it's, I'm, it, I'm sure, y'all, it's a huge fucking coincidence that literally <laughs> every single shooting that we've had in the past two weeks, or somebody's been arrested in possession, or in the shit we're not hearing about, right? Like, what happened to the, the guy that, that had all the shit on him that went to the observatory? that was arrested, right? Who had all the shit on him, like everything that's going on with these shooters and everything that, or if they've been arrested in possession, like homie that was like, I wanna know how that motherfucker was the one in Atlanta that was, had all that shit he was concealed carrying. And you, you concealed carrying a 12 gauge and a goddamn AR and three fucking pistol. Like, where are you putting that shit? I know you're yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. you hide it in your pants. <laughs> Was it was he walking around like the fucking Tin Man from Wizard of Oz or what? I don't know. Like, and then the story just disappeared, right? But they put it out there. Everybody freaked out. But every single one of these stories over the past two weeks, the the shooters or the people in possession have had an item or used an item that has been in the radar in the past year, either from the ATF braces, you know, that's Colorado guy, 
or yep. or the guns are something that they want to prohibit or they he got it legally uh, but didn't go through a background check or you know whatever right so i'm like but because people are so short attention span they move them on to the next thing they move them to the next drama they move them to this next bullshit and then people forget and yeah, so I, people aren't smart enough to put the pieces together anymore to really see the bigger picture and that's dangerous well what i'm what i'm very curious about is how come no criminals, you know, criminals don't care about gun laws. Why are no criminals using bump stocks now that they've been outlawed? I mean, all, they, they got successfully banned. And now, you know, if, if they were such a good way to make a machine gun easily, you know, if you don't have access to a full auto and you're a criminal, why not just grab one of them illegal bump stocks? What's one more, you know, gun law? We, we haven't heard shit of that. Apparently the biggest mass shooting in history that went unanswered using bump stocks quotation marks i'm i'm convinced it was a belt fed but that's between me and my tinfoil hat and uh oh i could go <laughs> oh. We'll like a, put a pin in that we'll come back to that part of the conversation <laughs> but um but yeah i, I mean it, it's like it's just a shopping list you know we, we tick off one item at a time once they're banned we don't hear about them again i if they successfully ban suppressors we're never gonna see another gun using a suppressor in a, in a shooting i can fucking guarantee it because it's so just decimally rare as is in the united yeah. states and the world over that you see suppressors used uh, sure. violently um it, you will never ever see it again and and not because of a successful ban <laughs> but because it's it's been done it's been taken care of and that's how right and, and it gives that false sense of security to to the public um yep. and they can always done Right. And they can always keep it in their pocket as it right because it's always what it really comes down to and I've literally heard politicians say this literally heard them say this we don't know if it's going to, I mean, been sitting in front of them after testifying, you know, over bills and, and heard them say, well, we don't know if it's going to work, but we have to do something. Right? Yeah, so that's that's yeah. really why they do this. Right. And so they, so when they do this stuff, they can say they did something. Um, and, and, but what people don't realize is they'll put that shit in their back pocket and they'll pull that out later. If, if the argument over gun control law doesn't, if gun control doesn't work, you know, if they'd ever were to get to the point of actually being heard. By the other ones, they could pull that and go, well, this one worked, you know, and, and that's where that shit's going to come from, um, you know, on that deal. And, and I can, I can absolutely see that, see that being the case, but yeah, they, it, it's interesting how people haven't made that connection. I remember uh, the hubs told me years ago, um, people would come to me and always ask, cause he did a lot of his work, uh, counterterrorism, counterintelligence, all that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of back in the back in the MILF days, if you guys remember them down in the South China Seas, all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. and so people would ask me all the time, like they'd come into my day spot, like losing their shit over Korea. And this is this was pre um, Trump and um, North Korea. And oh, my God, we're going to die. We're going to die. What does your husband think about this? What does your husband think about this? And and my husband, I came up and I asked him one time because I finally got I let, give me an answer to give these people. He says, tell him to turn on CNN. <laughs> And I said, turn on CNN. He goes, yep. He said, what? He says, we, when, when Kim Jong-un gets on his bullshit, we write him a check because he needs money and he goes away. Then we use it as a distraction for what Congress is doing. And this is, this is about the moment where he's like starting to see the shit, right? Like he's starting to yeah. like, okay. And he's starting to like, like his salty ass is starting to, <laughs> and uh, sure enough. So I started telling people that, and then they start making excuses and this and that. So I literally got to the point. I said, do you really want to know the answer? Or are you asking me because you want me to validate your fear? And they would, they would just go quiet. I'm like, turn on CNN. See what the government is using this bullshit to distract you from. And, and that's always the way, not CNN, fuck CNN, uh, C-SPAN. 
right? Where they're doing the camera feeds from the whatever. Um, and that's really what it comes down to. And, and you know, we've, I, I have mixed views on politics. Um, for the most part, I, I, I hate parties, um, hate them all. <laughs> And yeah. but I, I've seen and been part of successfully neutralizing politicians on local levels. And so I, I've kind of come to the point where I realize that you you can make a difference politically uh, holding local politicians accountable. Once they get to the state or state, even you might still have a little bit of control over. Um, but once they're at the Fed, once they're federal, fuck it, right? And anytime if they're starting as a mayor, city councilman, Unless it's in a big city like Baltimore or Philly or one of these places that's corrupt as fuck and they can get away with, you know, with being a career politician and becoming those millionaires the same way that the senators do. Um, you can tend to have have an effect on that, like school boards. And that's a gal out of Georgia. They had a school board member posture up on some gun control bullshit and we fucking crushed him. Like I we and we used we used his tools against him. We used his social media. And we posted on the school board and we posted on his personal and I just blasted him <laughs> and then, and then shared it to my, my, my other social media to get other people, to get them to come on. You know how that, y'all know how that shit works, right? That's that. Oh, militia, oh, we, that, 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 online that, militia. that was, that was all like, of 2018 and 19. We were just, y'all may have jump. taught me a few things on how to do that. Just saying. <laughs> so I, I look at, we people can learn stuff from you cool kids on occasion if we're willing to listen. And then she and her friends went down to the school board and sat there because it was a bigger school board in, in Atlanta and in the Atlanta area. And uh, uh, they just hit him. Boom, boom, boom. And he backtracked and backpedaled. And he's like, well, I think I was misunderstood. And I said, nobody. And I came on because I was watching this, this is on social media. I said, nobody misunderstood you. You got caught and we spanked your fucking pee pee. And now, you know, you're <laughs> wrong for trying your bullshit. Guess you didn't get reelected. And so it can work if you get the right people at the right level. But you've got, yeah. and you know, who knew that? Fucking anti-federalist, baby. They knew that shit, right? They understood the power of that. Like, uh, you know, Patrick Henry, God bless him and his fucking militant ass. <laughs> he was a huge anti-federalist and he understood that. He's like, you got to, that's why you got to keep it small. And, and he, so it can work but they've already programmed you to be apathetic. And, you know, I love these motherfuckers out there, all these conservatives and these patriots wearing their fucking mask. And like, if you're wearing a mask because you can sit there and you're going to tell me that, you know, that this mask shit is bullshit. And this is this, all of this shit around this is all political, but you're still wearing a mask to be respectful. You're the motherfucker that's going to turn in your neighbor for his guns. I would yeah, never do that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You fucking ain't right. You will. You're the same <laughs> dude that the Jews are. That helped the like that helped the the Nazis turn in their their people, um, because you thought that that you were gonna be spared. Nah, motherfucker, you ain't gonna be spared. You're just gonna be the last to die. Yeah. And and they don't get that shit. Boy, do they get paid. You want to see a you want to see a conservative like you want to trigger one? Talk about their masks. That's that's <laughs> the thing. Like, but because conservatives don't understand non-compliance, it they don't. It's, because it's, in their minds, as long as they're fail. complying with their side, that it's it's okay. Yeah, that they, they think that everything's, you know, set in stone in this concrete or stone rather document that's gonna protect them from everything, you know. And uh there's this this guy on Twitter, he he's been quoted by Michael Malice and uh ah damn it, I forget his name. Uh part of the problem, Dave Smith. Uh he he said um the constitution is just a uh gun-free zone sign for conservatives. And 
that has started to upset a lot of people because it's like you know the constitution beautiful document lots of lots of great stuff inside of it but um ultimately it's a piece of paper it's a gun it's a gun free zone sign it doesn't mean anything to an entity that wants to you know progress do its own thing separate of its founding documents because that's where we're at you know we're, we're a, a country that's that was built on top of revolutionary america the constitution is a gun i'm writing that down because i like yeah. that <laughs> yeah, it's a gun free zone it's a gun free zone gun free zone sign for conservatives fuck <laughs> that's yeah. some good shit right there that's some good shit I love watching conservatives that uh, automatically assume because I will condemn some. And I know you guys probably see this shit too. You condemn one side and the other side's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. There's there's that office meme where it's like, uh, you know, the conservative comes up as you're ragging on a liberal and you're like, oh, fuck, where'd you come from? You know, it's like, no, no, no. I'm I'm coming for you next, buddy. Um, I love that. My favorite is the uh, the, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I didn't ask you a goddamn thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, never, never. Like, I, I, also, I also saw one recently where it's like, uh, are you two friends? And it's a libertarian and a Republican. And, and the libertarian's like, no. And the Republican's like, yes. <laughs> it's, you know, if libertarians would stop arguing with each other over who's more oh, libertarian Lord. on the internet, they might actually get somewhere. Yeah, and, you know, I met Gary Johnson. Um, that was my kind of my introduction. I mean, I knew that there was a libertarian party. I wasn't yeah. super privy to it. But at that point, I was looking for something you know, uh, you know, different from these, from these two, right. Especially cutlery. I hate that woman. Uh, the, the hubs, I have never heard him. I love the word cunt. It's one of my favorite words. I think it's great. It starts strong <laughs> and strong. It's just go. got the power. The, the, um, there's that Scottish. You, the Scottish absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> it's, the, a connect, uh, the it's a connective up there. Moist, frothy and twat. If you ever hear me call somebody an MFT, you know, the shit's like shit's getting ready to go down because I can't. <laughs> but uh, he I remember when she got the nod, he walked in. And, and and this is about like this is the big turning point for him, you know, just a few years back when he and he was starting to see it and kind of like get a little jaded, jaded, you know. But now it's like and I, I have definitely had an influence <laughs> on that, which is awesome. It's usually the other way around. Um, but I've definitely had an impact on that. And, and I own that for sure gloriously but um i'll never forget him walking and he goes if people knew what i knew about that fucking cunt nobody <laughs> would vote for her and but, because he was in the middle east yeah when benghazi happened and See, he knows what went down and why it went down and he's like and that was like one of the first moments where he's like it's all fucked you know, it is fucked and, uh, you know, and what it kills me to watch John Tegan now be treated the way he is, um, where people like tell him that he's making it up and, and lying. I'm like, eh. he's a little on the kooky side. And, and I don't have to agree with his politics to be like, that doesn't fucking it's it, the way he's being treated over that uh, by people that conservatives like there's even some conservatives because he's like calls out the government. I mean, he's definitely more conservative leaning, obviously. I don't know if you follow him yeah. or know anything about him, but. Um, but he's, he's willing to call that out. And, and so he's taking some heat for that. And a lot of people, like, they literally tell him that he's making it up. And I'm like, that's pretty fucked up. That's, uh, you know. that, that's, that's what I talk about. Conservatives, they, like I said, they just lost this, that non-compliant attitude, that questioning rebellious attitude is no longer a part of the conservative sphere. Like they, they act like it is, they fly the, the Gadsden right next to that thin blue line flag. And you have to really question what's going through their mind when they're, they're saying, please don't kick in my door. Yeah. <laughs> On a kill on both ourselves right now. Oh, I can't yeah. stand seeing that. The thin blue line and the 
Molan Labe together and the and then fucking don't try. I'm like, you have really? no idea. Yeah, it's, it's like, have you just been closing your eyes like since the since the tea party went away? Do you just yeah, that, you've just been blissfully ignorant for what going on eight years or so? History, motherfuckers. Do you read it? Because uh, that's really that's, you know what it comes down to. And and the <laughs> the one thing I'll give that I have to give. There's a couple things you know to to be completely objective, right? For all of the reasons I I don't like government officials or anything um, to give credit where it's due. Trump did do one thing, a couple things right, and one of them was straight out, uh, out he outed those conservatives, right? Uh, when he turned them into a cult. Hey, yeah. he didn't even really do it. They kind of did it to themselves. And, and to be fair, the left on their bullshit going so extreme also helped to push that, you know, that that to them. But they ended up getting into this cult-like status with it. And and that's not a bad thing. And I don't mean it like as in it's a good thing that they worship Trump. I mean it as oh, in. I, I know what you mean. Like it allow, It's like I don't want racists, like all this hate speech. I don't want hate speech silence. Because I want to know who you are. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I mean, to, to really quickly touch on that, we see it all the time where some Vox or BuzzFeed guy gets outed as like a sexist or racist pig. He's got like some awful Jew joke from like eight years ago that he would, you know, he would probably destroy a man. That everybody's too sensitive nowadays. <laughs> yeah, like, like but, but he, he would willingly destroy someone's life for it these days. But like, you know, yeah. you, you, and, and that's, I, I don't know what the end of my point was. <laughs> That's just, you, you sent me you got me into the culture war shit when i abandoned that back when gavin mckinnis was still allowed to talk but, <laughs> but no, um, and free speech is more important than your feelings period yeah yeah period. I mean, if, if i if i can't know who those awful people are because they present themselves as you know very open-minded people and i'm these days i'm a pretty fucking open-minded person i kind of want to be around like-minded people who don't give a shit what you are as long as you're a good person and right. that, and then some guys writing articles about that very same thing oh who who supports the rights of you know all these uh abused people and blah 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 and then it turns out they're a fucked up awful person more so than half the people they're canceling and it's Probably like pedophile yeah it's, it's like i want free speech i want to be able to know who these people are so i can fucking root them out and have nothing to do with them or you know refuse giving them my dollar whether it's clicks or transactions exactly and i you know for people to sit there and they talk about oh hate speech is oppressive and and we you know and free speech is you know it's when you allow free speech it's oppressive because it's hate speech and i'm like never occurred to you that you're able to better identify who these individuals are and be able to to express condemning these people with that but that only works if you're on one side yeah you know well, and, and then and that brings us full circle back to the where the gun community is at right now, the the, the rights people. Because if if you try approaching it from any other way apart from you know what some some black ink on paper says from <laughs> yeah a few hundred years ago, you're 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 chastised and treated like you're betraying the overall aim of it by by speaking a different language. Yeah, like so, something that's more effective that's going to get people who aren't already on board actually interested you're and god forbid you be as vocal and in your face and calling them on it yep yeah because that's me and they fucking hate it <laughs> they hate it i i and, love seeing, and it's just oh I love, I love seeing people like yourself and master ray and people who are going to go out there and actually speak shit about about the establishment not just the establishment he's riding to, to a bit too hard for me yeah I've, I've seen him i've seen him shake his hand one too many times I like the guy. We'll talk but, later. 
<laughs> all right, gotcha. But my, my, my point being, he does speak to, you know, different groups and he, he does, um, much like yourself, market how he how he speaks to target people who would not be open to this shit and not just from a yeah. like like hey maybe you should have a gun but hey the government's a fucked up institution we all live under it you right. should be you should be you know equal in capability of force to these bastards because look at the history exactly and for me from being a domestic violence survivor and i focus on women you know holistically i mean i'll try I train anybody you know yeah yeah and and I'm also the only that I know of. I, I don't know of any other organization, gun rights organization. I mean, uh, Blazing Swords, Mike, because I, I do like Erin. She's cool people. Um, Erin Plot, uh, and she runs the Pink Pistols Media and uh, Oh yes, I, Operation Blazing Sword. She's and and she I love her because she's like I'm reclaiming the word tranny, and I'm like, hmm. like she's just yeah. she, she and I have the best conversations. Just super fucking funny, like poking fun at everybody conversation. She's awesome. Um. But she, uh, but they, I was going somewhere with that, God damn it, and I can't remember where I was. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so I just totally yeah. missed my point with that. But they, the, um, they, they want to, oh, with the women. And so as far as I know, I'm the only organization, and I, I could be wrong about this, that actively and openly not only acknowledges, but also advocates for male domestic violence. Yeah, that, that's a big thing. It is a big thing. So... But for me, watching what happened to me, knowing, so my ex was charged, just to keep it short, he was charged with a felony. They dropped it, even though I was willing to testify against him. And the, the female prosecutor said, are you, are you sure you want to testify against him? Most victims don't testify against him, which is true, um, because they're scared to. Mm. But they're, part, of, part of the reason they're scared to is because the fucking government just turns around and lets these pieces of shit back out. Yep. Anyway. So I was like, nah, fuck that. And I'm willing to testify. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're more concerned about their win and loss records, especially if, they have built, if they're in a bigger city, right? Enter uh, St. Louis, right? When the McCluskeys, like, like, threw it out there. I mean, their gun handling skills were atrocious, right? But they literally did nothing illegal, which is why the Missouri Attorney General is telling the DA, who's still trying to get them on brandishing at this point, like, we will come after you. And, we're, and there's an open, the media isn't talking about it. There's an open investigation against the whatever the county that is that St. Louis is in. That it's a um, uh, in into corruption or something. I don't know what they're investigating because she's still trying to pursue these charges over something that that is against the law in that state. Because the duty because Castle Doctrine covers all property in Missouri, not just inside your house. So. And, and but the point of that being is that it's that broken justice system, right? Where you've got these these judges that uh and it's i could go into a whole thing because i saw a huge connection made on this and it was amazing about how like politicians will create these agencies to to do their bullshit which is exactly what's happening and joe biden is using this right now um with the right he's not you notice he didn't write the executive order and everybody started calling it that which is why i went in and yeah. made that that post on twitter i'm like correction it's executive action it's an ea not an eo and it's an ea which allows uh, Mr. Uh, child Killer, Waco Child Killer. Um, um, if he gets affirmed, that motherfucker. Yeah. So, um, right. So, so the politicians create these alphabet soup fucking organizations, and then the organizations put this shit in place, and then then when the people get pissed or are wrong or whatever happens, right? They go to uh, the the poli the the 
the organization. The organization says, hey, man, we're just doing what the what Congress tells us to do. Congress comes in and goes, man, the ATF did it. We don't know. Right. <laughs> and so then you end up with cases in 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 front of judges that have no they that because and, and you've got judges now legislating from the bench when that wasn't the intention, when their intention of being created was to interpret law. Mm. So that is why these politicians have had to start slowly placing politically motivated judges. And that's where the whole system gets broken. Well, the people that suffer the most in those situations are you and I, right? And, and in my case in particular, my lane that I work in, domestic violence victims. And, and especially with this COVID shit, right? Whether you've got yeah, these, right? They're the catch and release on these dudes. And, and, and with, with domestic violence, what people don't realize, and, and people, I've actually had people get shitty with me when they, because they think I'm defending abusers. I'm like, I'm not. Understand abusers, the narcissism is a, it's a mental illness, right? And I hate to use that word Ill, illness because really, arguably, we could all be considered mentally ill on some, I, on some I, I, level. I'll, 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 say, I'll say it for you. They're, they're permanently fucked up people. <laughs> permanently fucked up people, right? And and so like the narcissist, the, the, you start to get in that level like narcissism and above, right? The sociopathy, borderline personality disorder, right? All that kind of stuff. That's getting into really depraved shit. And that's all the kind of stuff that you can't treat because there's no medication to treat it. Not that that's okay. And they, the only way to admit it or the only way that they can get treatment is through therapy, but they have to admit that they have a problem, but they don't think they're the problem. Right. So it's that, that sick cycle because the, the narcissist and abuse, all abusers are narcissists and they legitimately believe that they are wronged. Right. They legitimately think that that they are the victim in these situations. Enter Rob Pincus and all of that bullshit. Right. When when he's abusive to women and I called him out on it, and he goes. Oh, me? yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you guys have seen that, start watching for it now because you guys will be like, dude, because now that you've if you've heard it actually articulated, if you haven't before and you'll start seeing behaviors from people like that, and you're like, these motherfuckers are sick. So that's what they do. Right. So when when one of them is taken to jail. And and they they're sitting there in jail stewing, right? Because they got nothing else to do. Because that fucking bitch put me in jail. How dare she, right? So now you have a woman who's terrified uh, to to press charges. That's why the state, like in Washington State, they they take it out of the hands. So the, they decide what they're going to do with the charges. So I couldn't even fight. I I didn't have any control over it, one way or the other. But a lot of them won't because they know that that it's going to end worse for them. And that's usually when they die, right? It's not usually when they're in the home fighting. It's usually when they try to get away or they've called the cops and the guy's mad and he and it escalated. They told me not to be home. The cops told me not to be home for three, for two, three days after my ex was released because that's usually when they retaliate. That's what I was told. Yeah, Carrie, you don't sound like someone who should have a gun. That, nah. Right? Clearly I shouldn't have a gun. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly a danger to myself. Yeah, probably. Um, and then, 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 of course, they gave him a. So they they took a spelling charge, dropped it to a diversion agreement, and dropped the DUI charge. <laughs> they would have had him on because that that was like black and white. Like they had the they had the breathalyzer and the whole deal. Because he we were already split up, and he had come to my home uh, for Thanksgiving. It was on Thanksgiving, and um, so they dropped that charge, took the felony charge, and you know why they did? <laughs> because he didn't use a physical weapon. So my mouth was cut up. I couldn't eat for three days. I have crowns on my teeth because he cracked my teeth. And I literally have like tendon and ligament damage. Um, uh, uh, he, I was, he picked me up off my, held me against the wall. 
he was 100 pounds heavier and a foot taller than me. But because he didn't actually use an actual separate physical weapon, they dropped it to a misdemeanor. And from there, he was able to negotiate it down to a diversion agreement. And then he took a second job delivering pizzas. As narcissists and sociopaths are smart, right? So he found a way to, to get around watching me. He always knew where I was and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I found out it's that he took this pizza delivery job in my condo that I had he was in that area. So this is, this is the problem we have, right? We've got this system that, and I could give you countless stories of, of victims on this, like just I, ad nauseum. Carol Bone, she's a great one in New Jersey. C-A-R-O-L-E-B-O-W-N-E. And I believe this was in 2015. Use of ex-husband or boyfriend Tried to get away from him, did everything she was supposed to do, had the restraining order, had all this, right, and all this kind of shit. And uh, went to, it wasn't working, he kept escalating. She went to get a restraining order, or uh, gun, and, you know, New Jersey's a fucking disaster, right? And, oh. and of course, Rob Pinkus says, turn it in your mouth. Um, so I, you know, I had to take that big, but uh, any, any opportunity I can, but because <laughs> I'm petty. So uh, he, uh, so she's, they're a May issue state. And so she's on the list, the list conveniently, um, uh, the background check expires and she has to reapply, which they do that shit all the time. It's like total corrupt mob shit. So she installs cameras outside of her house, security cameras and, and reapplies. And while she's waiting for her background check to come back on the gun that she purchased, he uh, murders her and then mutilates her body in her driveway and it's caught on the cameras ironically that she installed to help protect her because she couldn't protect herself with a gun. Mm. So this is why we've got to get to women. And this is why I do what I do because I'm, I, I say this and I say this in my speeches and things and I'm like, I'm lucky to be alive because he didn't escalate, but nobody, you know, women, I hate that because ever, because the men that are actually ironically abusive, conservative men, Men get beaten up too. And I'm like, the minute you say that, then I'm going to start questioning you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that obviously means that you're diverting attention from something you've done. Um, so watch for that kind of behavior with these dudes. And by all means, call them out because they need it because women can't call them out. Men have to. But um, they, they uh, will use, they, they, they use victims for gun control. Right. That's one of the biggest, most powerful in there that yep. uh, domestic violence and children are the two biggest that they use. Yet, ironically, the very laws that they're putting in place are the laws. That that will get domestic violence victims killed. So that's why we have to get these women armed. And that's why we have to change that that paradigm. And that's why it makes me absolutely insane to see people like Pinkus be enabled by women in the industry, um, either through silence or, or, well, we just all need to work together. I'm like, no, no, fuck you. We don't yeah, work. With yeah, no, First of no, all, we no. don't work with anybody that wants to comply, period. And it's oh, the end. Yep, never have. Period. Never period. Right. <laughs> and, and not that I need to give you any more justification, but on top of it, you're working with a man that is known to be abusive. So what is that saying about you, ladies? What, what, are, what, are, what do you stand to gain that you're willing to throw another woman under the bus under the guise of you're working with people but then talk about being for women? And this is that's a bigger reason why I'm so salty and pissed off at the advocates and shit in the industry. I mean, for all of the obvious reasons, but they but Rob Pincus is absolutely one of the most abusive men in the industry. And they all fucking allow it. I mean, think about like with Taryn, right? You guys remember Taryn and the whole Jade thing? 
Jade Strupp when that video came out of her and he's calling her her, her crotch or you know her cooter or precious and shit. Do you guys remember yep. that? A couple years ago. Oh, oh God, I. Carrie, I drank and smoked and various other substances. I'd, I'd done so much to wipe that from my fucking memory. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> li 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 literally, li literally, for a few seconds, I was like, Taryn, who the fuck is... Yeah, and, and I, I'm like, oh, no, precious. Oh. I, was, I was blown away by how many women attacked her. And, well, not now. Not after what I've gone through. I'm like, this poor <sighs> woman, I get it. Um, and by how many... Um, men you know made excuses for this and stuff well she wanted this career she wanted all this and i'm like i get you right and and that's why it's never this black and white I, i'm inflammatory right i go after him because he deserves to be gone after so of course therefore it's my fault you know because that's the mentality of the industry and of the people that support this same thing with her right and everybody that well she wanted a career and she she let him do this shit and i'm like he she was fucking 17 maybe yeah. younger. I don't want to, I don't want to speak without knowing. I know she was a minor when he started grooming her. And I'm like, had that been Biden? Like you guys are fucking shitting on Biden and he did that shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the same yeah. fucking thing, but now all of a sudden, because you're afraid it might affect your come there up. Might, there might, there might be blowback. <laughs> right. It, well, it might affect their come up if they speak out. So yeah. of course they got to condemn this woman. And that is another big, dark, ugly truth about the industry that that nobody wants to talk about um except carrie who's a cunt and doesn't fucking care <laughs> and i get out there and i'm like fuck you motherfuckers like you're not going to stop my signal because yeah. i don't give a fuck what you think about me and and my goal isn't to get another selfie at fucking shot show with you motherfuckers and give a speech on your goddamn stage at the arizona gun rights rally when i'm literally telling you all what you already know yeah that's not my lane what what is my problem though is that all you motherfuckers enabling this behavior does not allow women to come forward. And it, you, I just posted right before I came on because I had to. I had a woman send me a message. It made me cry, actually. I was like, I got to fucking clean myself up because it got me. I just, I cracked. She messaged me. She watched that live stream that I just did. It's over my backup because I'm grounded again for saying something they didn't like because I'm always <laughs> saying some shit. And uh, so on my backup account, there's an hour where I talk about all this and I give all this you know, background about not getting to go help these women in Detroit or and why. And this woman... So I go into all this raw pinkish shit and she messages me and she says to, to it's, it's posted on my main page. Um, she says, I just saw that. And I started crying. She said, I know I, I was, I've dealt with abusers. I've been abused. She says, and because of what you just did, I'm going to buy my first gun. Yep. But these people that want me to arm women, right. In the industry, we're all about arming women. Women are the future gun industry. You shut me down and silence me because you can't control me. And, and I'm literally to the point now where I'm like, do I just go buy my 500 acres and get a bunch of fucking trash pandas to make my militia and say, fuck you all? Yes. Because that's kind of where yes. I'm at. Gary, let's do it. I want to see it. <laughs> I will, Everybody talks I will about mama bears. Trash pandas, motherfuckers. They're mean bitches. Female raccoons all day, every day over a bear. I, I all day. see it. They're mean. Oh yeah, they're mean. Yeah, and and they're little and they're <laughs> and fast and they got them little fucking opposable thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and so that's uh you know I, I said that the other day. I'm like I can't decide if I want to raise a militia or go buy 500 acres and just be a goat farmer, a uh, goat and chicken farmer. People are like why not both? And that's what I did. I don't know if you saw because I'm not mean. I don't. I'm not a uh, part of 
the effective meme militia, but I found a bunch of animals photoshopped with pictures and I <laughs> turned them all into like, this is my frontline fighters. This is the infantry. And it was all the goats like that, that carry the goats in the Middle East that <laughs> carry all the fucking RPGs and shit. <laughs> and then, you know, bunnies and shit with, and, and cats, but, um, cause it's, we're really at that point. And, and I don't think that people realize yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it's the time to present as uh, as peaceful but not harmless, and it, we we don't want to be signing fucking petitions when they're talking about you know breaking your window, dropping a flashbang on your baby, kicking in your door, and shooting your wife, and then you, you know, like what the fuck kind of we, we want to be signing shit? No, no, no. I want to be sitting here saying I never want to use my rifle, you know, in anger. But no, I am very fucking proficient with it and have all the you know, all the cool shit to help me use it. <laughs> all my gear, my plates. We're, yeah. I, I train pl- fucking millions of other people do the same. You know, and it's a double, it's an irony, right? With uh, Mattis, right? Because I'm a Mattis fan, um, even though he's a warmonger, unfortunately, like philo- philosophically. He's like this pacifist warmonger. He's kind of weird, right? Because... Um, well, I- warrior poet you know (laughs) yeah yeah but you know like he legitimately he's like do not make me he says surrender right and in fallujah i think it was in fallujah isn't that what he said in fallujah because i will fucking kill all of you and i don't want to have to do that and of course verbal judo works i mean obviously you know we know that that kind of shit's effective but um and it worked (laughs) but um that that really is a place that that is a very powerful headspace to be in and and you know, when I first got into guns and stuff, I was like, fuck that motherfucker. He comes to my house, I'm going to shoot him in the face. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to live with that. Because I don't care how cool you think you are. The minute you take a life, that shit doesn't, you're, you ain't going to be right. You know, I had to draw my gun in, in Seattle. And God, I didn't have to use it. But when I, you know, for those of you that have, if you've had to kill somebody, you get this, right? You've been in the military or whatever. And you know, you know, like, I make the joke because I, I try to make light of this, but also emphasize this when I teach women about the importance of, of, of being armed. I'm like, look, I'd pull my gun. And when I, at five minutes later, when the, when the endorphins dropped and I realized I wasn't going to pee myself, <laughs> the, the reality hit me that I was going to shoot that man. Yeah. And it didn't. And I realized I was going to do it because I don't care how much you train, right. Until you're in the situation, can you pull that trigger? And I was going to fucking kill that man. If he came any closer to me with that fucking swing in that golf club. And that alone, knowing that I would put me in a headspace where I had to like process that shit, right? I'm like, you are going to fucking kill someone. Yeah. And what does that, what does that say about you? Right. I mean, I didn't see myself as a bad person because of it, but I'm like, what am I capable of, you know? And, and so I think that uh, my friend, I don't know if you guys know him, Rob, he runs the McDojo life page, which is hysterical. Um, with he calls out the fake (laughs) dojos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good friend of mine, very dear friend of mine. He and I are pretty close. We talk a lot. Um, and he has a T-shirt, and I actually picked one up because I thought it was great. It's violent pacifist, which was like, that's that's exactly it, right? Yep. Be a violent I pacifist. Think, I think that's how a lot of us would describe ourselves these days. Absolutely. <laughs> I always think of you. I always think of all of y'all when I when I see that, or you know, the hubs pulls the T-shirt. I'm, I always think of you guys, and it's, and what real anarchy is. Yeah, yeah, and and our position would probably piss off, you know, quote unquote, real pacifists who you know have fucking books and books from Gandhi or whatever on on that stuff. But (laughs) but uh, that that's the only way to be, like fucking absolutely detest violence, but be very capable of it. 
Yeah. And, and I think that you're, I think when you detest it, because you know what it does, I think it can make you, be, it, right. Be, and you can be capable of more of it. My, uh, my retirement planner gal, I remember her when she found out I became an instructor, she's like, Oh, I'd walk across the street. If I saw you coming with a gun. And I said, why, why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. You have it. You, she's, you, you've got a temper. And I said, this conversation is over. I was on the phone with her. I said, this conversation is over. And I heard, and I got ready. I was putting my phone down and, and she goes, well, I was just kidding. I said, no, you weren't. I said, but let me tell you something. Every time I've been in your office for the past five years, I've been armed and the phone, like I thought she hung <laughs> up because she went real quiet. Right. And I said, do you know how much shit I put up, how much more shit I put up with from people like you because I am armed? Yeah. And like, again, the phone, she didn't say shit. I said, people that are armed put up with way more bullshit because we, we don't want to deal with the legal people. shit. And we know yeah. what it means to have to take something like Mm-hmm. And 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 I'll and I'll do it. Like you know, like I said, moral flexibility. When the if if the shit were to really kick off, I don't think we're ever really going to get there. I think people are going to bend a lot easier, and it's really not going to be. You know what That's I mean? Slow, I, I, slow boil. Yeah, it's total frog frog parable. Absolutely. I don't think it's going to be. I, I I you know what? I could be wrong. Yeah. And part of me kind of hopes that I am because it probably wouldn't be a bad thing to a certain degree. Uh, you know, to see people finally grow up here. But I, I, I don't want, I, you know, at the end of the day, really when it comes down to it, I really not want to see that. But um, like, this is shit Like people don't, don't question people that have moral flexibility. Like people that grew up in these, you know, wonderful suburb, like my neighbor, you know, like, right. Cause I don't know if you know, I got accused of, of being a white supremacist and got death threats and all that stuff because Jeez. I, last year because i posted about the blm right uh, plm protests in my area i live in a town called little norway hmm. and and yes it is exactly what you think it is and uh, the giggle yes absolutely this place is full of motherfuckers that have never been out of the county or the state and they think that they understand the plight of the black man in minnesota right hmm. or chicago or whatever and i shared it i shared the, the schedule of the protests and I said, BLM in Little Norway. And I put laughy faces because to me, it, the, the irony of BLM in Little Norway struck me funny because we probably have 20 black families in a town of 11,000. Maybe, maybe. Mm. When I moved here 20 years ago, there was one. And and uh, I remember when a black family moved in across the street from me, boy, the neighborhood, it was like, oh, everybody wants to be tolerant until they're in their neighborhood, right? That whole NIMBY bullshit. And this, right. is, this is literally the area I live in. So the, the irony of that kind of struck me funny, right? Um, that be the whole idea that of be uh, Black Lives Matter in Little Norway, and then just the fact that I know that these people are ignorant, right? And I'm out there going to Detroit and 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 challenging white women in a room full of black women because I'm taking their side, taking the black women's side, right? And oh my God, like it went. And then I posed in front of my building with a rifle because I do content and that's what I do. Yeah. And so, of course, somebody took that, right? And I became that victim of the how they twist the narratives. And it went on. And now I have a Mexican employee, too. I told her, I said, you should just start answering the phone in Spanish. Because <laughs> we were getting threats and death threats. She'd be, okay. So she started answering the phone in Spanish. It was really fucked with their OODA loop. It's kind of funny. Because they were calling to give me death threats and, you know, call me. It was ugly. It was really ugly for a long time. Lost yeah. clients, lost friends. I mean, it was, it was a really bad deal. It went on for months. This was just last summer. and. Uh, I, I, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, 
it gave me the moment where I started doing like sat research in the in the the um, neighborhoods and stuff. I'm like, okay, you're gonna be the dude that goes first. You're gonna be the house that goes first. You're gonna be the house that goes first. Like, I don't want to take your shit, but your your piety is gonna get you killed. Yeah. Because when it if we get to that point and it's time, it's go go time. You want somebody with moral flexibility. Bottom line, right? Because well, doing it, what's right is done at that point. <laughs> it, it's it's knowing your priorities, and, you know, family, and as much as you can, protection of the of innocence. And from there, it's like, well, good luck, sir. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna bleed for you. You're not, you're not kin. Exactly, exactly. Oh, you mean you mean I can save your life or feed my daughter, but you're not willing to fight next to me? You know, yep. I, I'm gonna feed my child. Yep. Bottom line, right? At this point, it's it's every man for himself. If we get to, I don't like I said, I don't think we're gonna get there because I think, I think the, the it's totally the boiling frog thing, unfortunately. Every but, yeah. Uh, Plus, I I think I think this country is a bit too soft, and and that's not saying that everywhere else is much harder. Says I'm the British guy, y'all. Come hey, on. I was getting. There. I was getting there. I I have to shame. I have to shame you now, and then, and, then, and then step off my pedestal. I, I always start my tweets like, oh, what's with Americans? And then I'm like, okay, but but yeah, Europe is worse. A worse version of that. <laughs> but but they learned, right? But it's it's all right, if if we're really this what which is what they want, right? This whole one world global thing, right? That it it's some of that like it's all fading into each other, you know? Because we sit there and we we have this attitude like, oh fuck the British and they're fucking pussies and they give women knives. To def- you know, blunt butter knives to defend themselves from acid attacks and this and that and other. And I'm like, but your ass is wearing a fucking mask because you're too big of a pussy to go in the store. Well, that one. Yeah. Like you're you're. Do you realize how close you are to that? And but I, you're talking shit on it. I, I try and, to tell them. <laughs> That's, I know. But, but we're we're trying. We're reaching more and more. My. Lord. I hope so. And I, you know, and then. You know, you got those women like that perspective about particularly with abuse and shit. And now we're watching that bring men fucking tag me in, man. (laughs) Tag me. I'll go in because it's it's something that they're not getting. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if you if you caught this or not, but um, uh, a week or two ago, two weeks ago, Brandon from FPC texts me. I get this text from him. And it was a thread on Twitter where this woman was going off. It was after the Boulder shooting. and And I get it. Right. She was she was at a grocery store like seven minutes away. And she's like, that could have been me. I was with my kid. She fucking freaked out, right? And of course, she went to the classic argument about guns being, you know, an appendage of masculinity and rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. So Brandon tags me in, which he never does. So he obviously saw something. He's like, Carrie needs to (laughs) handle this, right? So I come in and I was like, you know, it's really unfortunate that you attach that because as a domestic violence survivor, it's that very masculinity. I, I remember seeing that. Right, that whole thread. Well, I screenshot it before, uh, she had a chance to delete it. So <laughs> on my comment this morning, when I made the comment, I'm like, can we, the people start handling these rioters asking for a friend? I'm friend. Uh, since the police are useless and she fucking, let me read it to you. Cause it's that good. Cause I was like, Oh, I see you bitch. Right. And so I've got her. So, she, but in DMS, like we're actually having a conversation. Um, I got her cracked. And I said, I will fly to you at my expense and teach you what, what, real gun ownership looks like and what it really means, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And um, they went on a trip for her kids for whatever fucking 
Carrie, get the dick out of your mouth for a uh, spring break. But this is what she leaves this morning and I, and she deleted it, which probably means she realized that this was a hypocritical. She, so on that post, right. Can we, we, the people start taking care of the writers. That's what needs to be done. I get it, but I won't watch our city get destroyed by uh, all summer again. It's people's restaurants and shops and et cetera. And they already took a big hit with COVID. So my ass was like, Oh, so I see now you for some guns. <laughs> leaving that and she deleted it so i was like nope i'm gonna screenshot before i clear out of this screen oh so, have to so i screenshot i'd be like okay i see you so i just i that's the thing like i can't like all this pinkish shit i have every fucking screenshot receipts from everybody them. involved in any capacity for two years and people are like, you ain't got evidence. You ain't talking shit. You need to just shut up. And that was my, you ain't got evidence. You don't need to be showing up. And I'm like, don't assume because I ain't showing you that I ain't got it. Keep talking, motherfuckers. Keep talking. Yep. Keep just talking. Because when I drop all this, all y'all going down. <laughs> don't, don't, don't test me. <laughs> don't test the crazy, I mean, crazy Scottish bitch. <laughs> we, we, we need the crazy Scottish bitch because it's, we've gone too, we, we, we've, we've gone on far too fucking long with these talking heads that have done absolutely yeah. nothing for us while while profiting and i mean i mean the 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 problem is they're the respected face when you're like oh something should be done people are outsourcing their responsibility to these people who are you know spinning wheels doing fucking yeah. nothing yeah and you know and and the the amanda suffolk you if you guys don't know who she is you guys should look her up because oh my god you guys would have a heyday with that one she's a disaster and uh, she has an eye on the target radio uh, radio show about guns. She's one of those. She's all in that little mean girl clique of like all women that are over 50 that still think they're prom queens and shit. <laughs> and uh, they all hate me. They all fucking hate me because they can't control me. And, and one of their ringleaders didn't want anything to do with me until she saw me having dinner with Dick Heller and, and Thomas Massey after the Kentucky rally. Mm. Then all of a sudden I start getting messages from her. And, uh, and you know, wanting me to be involved in her DC project. And I said, why do I need to do that? In the, the I, I don't, I, I don't need you to have access to, to congressmen. <laughs> They're on my fucking seat. I was just talking with Thomas Massey the other night, who to me, I'm like, I told him at dinner that night too. I said, sir, I said, you're like our Obi-Wan right now. You're our only hope. <laughs> like, you're the only one holding the line. And and the only politician I have any semblance of respect for, he goes, I don't know if I respect, you know, because he's not, he hates those guys, right? He's yeah, talking yeah. great. Uh, but he, and here's the thing, you get him talking about his chickens and his fucking fart, that's his- Oh, no, like, like, honestly, that's that's why as much as, you know, I want to be my full black flag anarchist and be like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck all politicians. Thomas Massey is one of us. He has a backup plan. He's just there, like, kind of, you know, there for the proceedings of voice as as this country is slowly He's trying- apart. <laughs> and he's trying to do the right thing you know and i i appreciate that you know i appreciate that he's trying to do it but believe me if the shit goes down i'm i'm down i'll, I'll call massey you know yeah. what i mean like, hey how's your hydroponics going mine mine have fucked up <laughs> yeah well my daughter that's what she's studying actually uh, <laughs> yeah, they... she's into that shit yeah so and yeah and he's totally i mean and so i i i and, and if you sit and talk to him one on one, like you really get in that because he's big and like constitutional history and stuff and understands all of it, which is, I think, why he's so. I know he's he, Republican, but he's not really, you know, and if a lot of people call him a libertarian leaning and I'm like. And now I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that we got off on a tangent about his farm and all this stuff, and he's showing me because he's got that cool fucking solar power chicken feeder yeah. thing that moves around the grass and stuff. 
And then like he starts geeking out about it, right? Like about the the gadgets and the fucking circuit boards and all because he's an electrical engineer, so he built it all. And I'm like, you lost me. And so he starts going off about it and telling me about all this and this and the gigawatts, and he uses the term gigawatts. And I looked at him sarcastically and I said, Do you call it the flux capacitor? <laughs> and he was sitting looking at it, right? Geeking out of it. He goes, No, I call it the clux capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you don't. He goes, yes, I do. And he was all proud of himself. And I'm like, you just can't, like you he literally just went to the cool, cool kid club with that shit. Like, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know? I, I think, I think Thomas Massey would have incredible popularity amongst agorists and anti-political people. If we just, we didn't ask him a single thing about political proceedings and we just got him to talk about his homestead, all, all his off-grid shit. We'd be like, oh my God, this guy's hardcore as hell. If you kept him in that light, have you seen his uh, his little thirty minute documentary? Uh, not yet. It's on my it's on yeah. my list, but I I've, I've so been following I, his little things, his little projects here and there. Yeah, and he's cool. And so he and I got in a, like we got down that rabbit hole because I was talking about my daughter and stuff, and I said, you know, she's looking, she uh, wants to do an internship on a on an actual bigger farm, and he gave me a, like a bunch of resources for her and stuff, and and I mean, he's literally on my my uh my fucking phone and and i messaged him the other night because he gave that speech and and where he, i don't know if you saw that where he was t- speaking out against the gun control when mass and cawthorn was like we know you're coming to take our guns and i was like yeah. damn dude like he's another one i'm watching right because dan crenshaw was one of those at first and dan crenshaw ended up being a fucking Oof. redcoat um yeah. so i don't i don't like him at all in fact i've had it out with him in dm but um so i'm watching him and and i'll see see where he ends up with this so he's he's kind of on, he's on my watch list but um, but Massey, I mess. He gave this speech where he actually goes into detail about the domestic violence survivor hiding, hoping the cops get there, and this whole thing. Yes. And I was like, I start crying, right? And I start crying. And I messaged, I texted him, and I said, you know, I know it's late because it was. I knew it was late for him, and I didn't expect him to answer. And because uh, it was so late, and, and when he's in D.C., you know, forget it. And uh, I said, thank you for being our voice. And he said, it means a lot to, he messaged me back and he says, it means a lot to me that you messaged and thank you. He says, I worked really hard on that. I've never prepared a formal speech before going in to give a testimony. And I had to, because there's these voices that aren't being heard. One of his legislative assistants is a friend of mine named Nikki, whose husband was murdered by her stalker. Jesus Christ. Years ago, right? Years ago. And because he did what he was supposed to do, follow the law and put his gun in the car in the glove box when they went into a bar. And the stalker was waiting outside and killed him. And then fast forward 10 years, he's getting out. Well, she gets this pile of letters that her lawyer had been holding. This motherfucker had been sending her letters from jail talking about how they could finally be together. Oh my God. Isn't that sick? And and this lawyer was holding on to him. So then she gets a hold of this of people and you know, law enforcement, this and that. And and nobody wants to help her. And I'm like, and I'm just like my heart. And everybody's like, you're doing a good job fighting. They're little emojis. And I'm like, Nikki, I get it. I get, I, I don't get it like on the stalker side, but I get that failed system. I get how frustrating it is, you know? And I, I, I understood it at an empathetic level. And it hurt me to watch her going through this. And then she, like the federal postal police, I, there's, I'm sure there's a name <laughs> for them, whatever that's all about. And I'm like, that's a thing. Like we're paying those guys too, Jesus Christ. So um, that. They get involved. They actually got involved and actually started an investigation because that was he was violating restraining order. And so I don't know if they ended up doing anything or not, but at least they they actually took the time to look at it, I guess, for what that's worth. But she ended up working with a bunch of the representatives and got a lifetime restraining order passed for for situations like this. So it was a victory symbolically because we both know this. 
and she DM me. We were talking to her DM, and uh, I said, um, I know why you did that. She goes, Oh, she goes, it's not because that's going to save my life. She goes, it's because it's going to cover my ass when I have to kill him. Seriously. You know? Yeah, but now because she's made a big scene of it, right? <laughs> it, it, and it was passed unanimously by every single member of of the, as it should be. Like, what kind of dick would you look like trying to? It was a single line item fucking vote that she was able to get one of the politicians, but she worked for Massey. So that, so she and I were the reasons that Massey were inspired to, to write that. And, uh, you know, he kind of crafted his own story from it, but knowing how this system fails women. And I love that she's like, oh, this is really not about this. She knows that that restraining order isn't going to save her. Yeah, it's, it's it, using the system beyond what it says it's doing which is unfortunately the only way to play it. It's like, okay, well, that's to. not actually going to... That, that The system's not going to achieve what we're just, you know, trying to set in stone. We have to set things up to work in our favor, <laughs> even even if we have to go about it in a, a weird way. That's politics, as they say. And it's unfortunate, and but it is true. And so, like, I just had somebody message me last week. It was a DV situation, and, of course, it was a fucking shit show because the motherfucking cops you know, came out, well, you know, she bit him to get, get when he started hitting her. Now cops says, well, how do we know that you didn't bite her first? Now, here's the thing, right? Because I'm that fine line person as a victim that also absolutely believes in due process. Yeah. And that's really hard for a lot of people, especially conservatives and stuff to, and, and even liberals to, to reconcile, right? And like, you can believe a victim and still believe in due process. Like with all this pinkest stuff, if people would actually believe me and want to hold him accountable, I'd be like, take him to the, like, I'm not going to come out with this without evidence. Right. If I'm coming out and you're like, well, evidence or didn't happen just because I'm sh not showing it to you doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to make the accusation unless I have the proof. So and that's why I'm very clear. I'm like, people are like, well, he sexually assaulted you. I'm like, he didn't. Let's not accuse people of shit. Right. It, it takes away the, the validity of, of what somebody's done when you try to spin it bigger than it is. So he did yeah. not uh, sexually assault me. He tried to hug me, which. To some people, I guess they could perceive that's sexual assault. I, to me, that's not. It is definitely a violation of my physical consent when I told him no. But he, but I do not claim sexual assault. It's, it's, and that's not okay to, to say that. So it, it's one of those fine lines where to, to, to be somebody who is that, you know, that aggressive, that like just, you know, leave everybody alone, but be able to, to be there to protect yourself. And sometimes you've got to put those, like we were talking about, those place, those barriers in place legally to do it. And just because I'm, I'm doing these things doesn't mean that he shouldn't have that process. But at the end of the day, the fucking system is going to fail me. Yeah. Period. It fails us all. And, but if, if, if I have to go through their process to cover my ass, and that's what I told this domestic violence victim. She's like, oh, they don't believe me. They think that I, you know, they just looked at me and said, well, what if he, what if you bit him because Sorry, I just realized I went off on a tangent there. Let me circle that back. If uh, if he bit me, or maybe you bit, maybe he hit you because you bit him, and I was like, it pissed me off as a victim. Yeah, the but, instant doubt. But I had to look back, and I'm like, and and I hate defending cops. I hate it, <laughs> and I I really don't like it. But I was like, okay, I have to be rational about that, and that's a that's fair, right? They don't know. They walked in that situation. They they don't know. But usually they take one person away to de-escalate that and they didn't, they cited them both. So, and then, so she is now sitting in, in this position where she was a wreck. And I said, this is, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go to the hospital. I need you to go get a restraining order. I need you. Well, he left the state. I'm like, you don't know that. I watched his brother come and get him. You don't know that. 
you at the end of the, you you don't know that right and I, I said that restraining order she says well it's is it really going to make a difference i said no i said but if you have to fucking shoot him i said at least you say you did everything that you were supposed to do and if you have it on record that you went to the hospital now you have it even more reinforced yeah yeah and she says i, I didn't i didn't think about that and i said it's not you're not trying to use the system to protect you you're using the system to cover your ass yeah we we operate in a system that doesn't really make sense it's broken in so many ways it's it doesn't respect reality <laughs> it, re it respects people in power and, and and what they've put in place so no we have, have, a, we have a system that allows people like uh george zimmerman to kill men young boys for walking down the road for wearing a hoodie looking suspicious yeah and and to to have shitty trained cops that taste that think they're grabbing a taser like who the fuck like what 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 that's that's gonna be a long one and honestly they they've brought whatever happens on themselves with with this kind of training and this kind of you know the the, the way that there's been zero change we had the big administration changes meant to fix everything and right, they can't blame trump now right yeah it's, it's like okay well we've we've sorted we we analyzed the problem we found we had the wrong diagnosis and i'm wondering how many people are going to see that if if uh, if cops are just as much bastards under a blue president as our red one, you know, and that's the thing that kills me about this whole thing. I'm like, how come you want to support defunding the police but disarming people? It's like that's I, I I just and maybe I'm just too rational and logical. I just I can't I, I just cannot find any reason. Under, I, I, I can't see the logic because I like to look at logic that it, that makes me uncomfortable, right? I like to look at things that, you know, and, and I can, like I said, I can, I can believe a victim and, and still respect due process, right? Even though I want to kill the guy myself, even if I watched it, right? He's still innocent until proven guilty, even if I'm an eyewitness. So guess what? I'm going to court and I'm going to fucking take him down. That doesn't mean he's still not do that process. And, and so I, I live in that uncomfortable space a lot. And, but I cannot reconcile in any way logically that, that mindset i just don't fucking get it i just can't i don't get it i don't get it <laughs> help me understand maybe y'all can help me understand because i don't fucking get it lordy i <laughs> right? exactly if, if we go down that rabbit hole this will be a four-hour podcast oh god it is not wow i, I, I talk a lot so no uh... no no i talk a lot i talk a lot too i um i was trying to find a, a good place to end it but i do, i just wanted to keep on going because as we we have a lot to uh to set the world yeah. right about, Carrie, and and we really could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, and I've I've loved it. I mean, I've admired this, and I told I told the husband I said, "Guess who got asked to be on the Evil Mission podcast? <laughs> it's right here." And he's all, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "Uh huh." He's all, "You gonna tear a problem?" And I said, "You fucking ain't right. I'm gonna tear a problem." <laughs> I said, "I said I'm talking to my people now. I'm gonna circle the wagons and fucking you know wait till I wait till I drop all this stuff because you guys are getting it first. So I mean, I mean you, you know how that goes. This this community I loves to, when you when you provide it with fuel, it makes fire. <laughs> yeah, and, and and far be it for me not to uh make it a windy day <laughs> once that once that happens because it just it there there needs to be it's like I told him today and I told a, a gal that called me, Antonia, who's a big gun rights gal, but she's been treated like shit. She's a black woman. She's been treated like shit and used because she's a black oh, woman. Oh I, I, I Anto Antonio Okafor? Yeah. And she's, you know, she's definitely, you know, we don't, there's a lot we don't, don't agree on. 
but she called me today and she said, I've been where you are. I get it. She goes, and I'm so sorry. She goes, and, and if they don't want to help you arm women, she goes, fuck it. Let's do our own event. Gowners of America will fund it. And I was like, cool. I said, actually, we'll make ours better because we just won't teach them how to use a gun. We'll put 400 women in a fucking auditorium and give them a concealed carry class. <laughs> that's, because that's we're all instructors. And then we'll work with, with organizations or I'll bring in a bunch of people and teach these women how to use a gun and give them a permit. Like, I'm not even sweating it, right? So, and with GOA, that's, I, it's, I do like GOA and I like um, FPC. Well, FPC, man, Brandon is... I know you guys oh, probably yeah. follow, follow I, 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 I mean, as involved as they are with the 3D printing community, that alone has, you know, I, I'm their biggest advocate. <laughs> Brandon looked at me. We were sitting one day talking and and uh, it was actually the day I met him. And, you know, he started going off because he's, he's very intense. And I know when he's the one running the Twitter because of how what's said. Because <laughs> I know him well enough. I'm like, oh, that's Brandon. That's totally Brandon. <laughs> um, and, and it cracks me up. But he said, how many people have to die before I'll give them my guns? And I said, every fucking one of them and their kids. And he looked at me. <laughs> he was like, no. yes. And I said, every <laughs> fucking one of them. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. You know why? Because I taught my kid to protect myself from people trying to take it from him. So let him try. You know, yeah. and, that, and that's it, right? She, that's, why that's-, she's, that's why she's an anarchist. That's, you know, there's no better fuck you to the government than learning how to live without them. My 15 year old can get it. So can you kids. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just wish every parent would teach their children that they don't need to outsource every single responsibility to a, to another being that they can be capable on their own. And they, they, they are perfectly capable of being capable. <laughs> yeah. She's big on capitalism too. She, she walked in, this was a few months after this, like, this was obviously like when she was having her, her moment. And it's, yeah. I took her out of public school indoctrinated liberal Washington state public school. And I put her in, a private school and they were they were a little bit more liberal but they were definitely more careful anyway it definitely helped us to allow us to frame this for her right yeah yeah we taught her history from her young age like Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves or like he'd have kept the slaves if it meant keeping the union and so we taught her this shit from like you know people sit there and they watch fucking tv shows with their kids right Simpsons or whatever we're having fucking history conversations and having her understand the politic like when she was little I love it. And and obviously you never know until they're in that older, right? And you get to that space. I don't know if any of you have children, but um, where you're like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Then they later on they'll come out with something. She walks around the corner. This is a few months after her anarchy comment. She goes, she's pissed. And we don't regulate her mouth here because uh, I'm terrible. What am I going to do? Be a hypocrite? And she says, why can't people just fucking understand that capitalism <laughs> and environmentalism are not mutually exclusive and if you get the goddamn government out of the way people will create companies to make things that are, are preservable and sustainable and i'm like go to college get out of my hair <laughs> she was 15 you know and uh and she's still on that shit and now i'm watching her she's getting bolder um and throwing shade at like the government and <laughs> send her like her instagram stories and stuff some of the funny shit she sends me i'm like <laughs> I didn't teach you that. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I'm like, where'd you get that? You know, and but I love it, right? Because obviously she's taken those seeds and now she's she's nurturing them and she's growing them. And I'm like, there's hope. That, We're in good that, shape. That, that that's all we can ask for. I mean, we don't want to be, you know, indoctrinating our kids to think a certain way. We wanna we wanna give them the the tools and the chance to be like, okay, what do you think of this? Everything I've taught you, everything you've seen, you know, 
pull that into your brain, apply your own critical thinking, and what comes out? What's your opinion? I want to indoctrinate her to be a free thinker. Yeah, absolutely. I challenge it, it, and question everything. Yeah, if if my own child came out to be some you know little statist liberal, but he or you know they they decided that on their own with critical thinking, and they truly had weighed up other stuff, I'd be like, all right, you know, like Thanksgiving's gonna be rough. There's gonna be some- <laughs> There's going to be some bullying, but otherwise respect, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I had that conversation with a couple of clients when she was younger. I said, you know, we, you know, how come you don't go to take her to church? And I was like, let's, let's not go there. First <laughs> of all. Um, and I said, you know, I don't, I encourage her. I never stop her from going to church. Anybody that invites her to go to church, I, I want her to go. And yeah. I encourage her to go because I want her to learn. I'm a big, that's another side of me that I, a lot of people know. I'm a huge, huge theology nerd huge theology nerd, which ties into the history thing and and understanding of course how religion has played into government control over over millennia and and how that all plays out super nerdy side of me and um so i never stopped her from going to church and i i said to a lady one day i said if she decides to be a muslim i i will let her, i can't believe you let your daughter do that and i'm like it's <laughs> not my it's not my walk Right. If for whatever reason that she has made that decision for herself because she absolutely believes in it, that isn't my walk. That's her walk. That's her journey to take. And like you said, it's going to be a little awkward at Christmas or (laughs) especially. Right. (laughs) But it's not my you know, that's it's not my place. And and it's interesting to see how uncomfortable and I'm sure that y'all see this right. How uncomfortable that makes people. Yeah. It's, when it's when you like, we, to just brainwash your kid so I can feel better about brainwashing mine, goddamn right. That's exactly that's the whole mask thing. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, how, how how dare you let them think for yourselves? We have to be teaching them responsibility and whatever that looks like to them, whether it's their politics or their you know personal practices with all that bullshit. Yeah, God forbid you teach them to think independently and and not think of the masses. Total sign on this before we wrap this up because I know that um we should probably because it's uh, this conversation. I have had the best time with this. This is uh, this is like. I, I, we, will, awesome. we will definitely do it again because I, I I had like a whole ton of like questions and this is not a problem because we answered all of them in our own way but I had uh-huh. a whole ton of questions and we we did answer all of them <laughs> basically awesome. but but I didn't have to prompt you you know we, we just fucking yeah. we, we just set the world right just like I, I figured we would from our conversations in the DMs so and, it, and it's fucking and I and I love it and and it's I was gonna go somewhere and I don't remember where I was gonna go with it but <laughs> Like we're going, running, I'm running, going out of steam. Huh? <laughs> running out of steam finally after like three hours yeah and it was it was something rel- oh the mask thing oh so this is what I'll tell you guys so i want you to do a little social experiment on your own because the hubs brought this up to me and i was like oh fuck you're right because i don't wear masks when i go in places and i've even learned how to buck the system you guys want to know how i buck the system on a plane does that i wear i bought a i don't have it in here it's a super super tissue paper thin i i physically can't wear them because my ex I panic. I literally have panic attacks because he he choked me and and, oh. and 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 yeah. So they they really they legitimately bother me. It is also a principal thing, but I do legitimately have issues. Yeah. So I have this super thin. I found it um, ten bucks or whatever. Total like Walmart quality shit, right? It wasn't Walmart. I think it was Amazon. I got them, but super thin, right? It doesn't meet their criteria. But I tie it around in a bandana, and um, which knowing that they're going to call me on it, I take one of the paper masks and I hook it over my ears and I drop it under my chin. And 
if they say something to me getting on the plane, I'm like, oh, I got it. And they're like, okay. And I never wear the mask on the plane. Once I'm on, rarely do I have an issue from anybody once I'm on the plane. I've had, you know, you know who the ones that have given me the most grief are the gay male, the the male gay, the flight attendants are the the biggest, they've been the biggest cunts to me. I guess it's control, especially probably over women in particular. But um, that that was they, they're the only ones that have ever been an issue. But for the most part, none of them even say shit. But I don't wear them when I go into stores. I went. I, you probably saw the video of me at Costco. I'm like, you guys think like, Costco demands it? No, they don't. Get the fuck out of here. And I told oh. that dude, some fucking dirty ass, nasty, nappy, gross looking hippie guy, no mask. I'm like, dude, your mask is like your fucking beard is probably infecting you from whatever is like in it. And I literally looked at him and said, you know, it's better for your health than that mask. Minding your own fucking business. And I literally turned around and walked away and left him standing there. <laughs> and nobody in Costco said shit to me. People wear them because they think they have to. So here it is. Next time y'all are out and you're not wearing your mask, because I know in certain states you don't have to even, yay. But watch those big alpha dudes, right? The big fucking, you know, the Molon Labe, the moldy labia guys is usually oh, yeah. who they are, right? And they're fucking peacocking in their t-shirts and they're running, you know, and all this kind of shit. And they're wearing their fucking mask and, you know, especially the patriotic masks or whatever. And if you're not wearing one, make eye contact with them and watch what happens. Oh, yeah, I, I do that shit because I, I, I dress, you know, I, I look like a half the time. I look like a ratty little punk, <laughs> you know, just just for shit. And, <laughs> and, and I'll be out. from SLC punk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, uh, our friend Jared, who was dropping in from buying the bullet or previously from buying the bullet, uh, dropped in right before we started recording. And he's he's actually the first person to show me that movie. The day That's before great movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, day, day before he left uh, Arizona, we were hanging out, and uh, he fucking passed out drunk watching this movie, but he was showing it to me, and, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this is, like, my teen years, and I'm really fucking embarrassed. Yeah, uh, it's a great, it's great stuff, yeah. But, but, but sure enough, you know, I'll, I'll be wearing, you know, band shirts and shit, I just look like a ratty little, probably liberal kid to, to most mm-hmm. of these guys, and, and the, the, already they're making eyes with me, like, oh, probably some, some Antifa kid, and then I'm not wearing a mask, it's like, and and they're sitting there with their their stars and bars or their mega masks. It's like, yeah, checkmate, bitch. <laughs> it was, masks. Yeah. But it's funny how they'll beta out, right? They drop oh, their oh, eyes oh, and move. Seriously, yeah. That that that, that uh, you know, sunken back shoulders all of a sudden drops. <laughs> You're like, yeah. They wear peacocking in their masks. They make eye contact and then they do this, which is exactly what the real fucking purpose of those things are. Oh yeah, it's it's a muzzle, as Sally Agoras calls them. It's it's a muzzle, and it's and it's absolutely working. Yeah, I mean, and it breaks my heart to see these children running yes. around like this. So so many people haven't seen a, a smile, you know, for the better part of a year. It's like what the fuck? And a, the, a and genuine person to person smile, not through a screen. Yeah, and I've had. Um, when I was at Costco that day, this little grandma goes walking by me, and I didn't have my mask on. And she went out of her way to, to strike up a convert, like over something random and goofy, like, like, why don't they put aisle? What's in the aisles? You know, she wanted to talk like she wanted to engage. Yeah. And because I didn't have a mask on, she went out of her way to engage with me. And guess what? I stopped everything I was doing <laughs> to talk yeah. to her because she needed it. Yeah, you can tell. And uh, fuck these guys, man. Fuck this government. Fuck this shit. <laughs> it just makes me crazy. And I'm like, can we just go now? Can we just, can we go? Can we go now? Can we go now? Can we go now? <laughs> I'm just done. Like either, look, we, like we either just need to, to like let the, let the country fucking crumble so I can go live with my fucking goats and my chickens or let's go. 
Like I'm literally like, piss or get off the pot. <laughs> Whip. I, I I truly think that's that's going to be the future. And like you like you alluded to earlier with like where America's going, I think these cities are dying. We're all going to be moving out and returning to a more a, a more personal way of living where we actually know our neighbors. And if this shit happens, we you know they, they always talk about oh have your bubbles, you know, your your little pandemic bubble of people. It's like ah fuck it, we're all going to go out and you know maybe start a militia, grow some fucking carrots, and have some goats and <laughs> live the good life. Fuck it. Yeah, there's a, a a place that I've trained in. Um, it's called the Such and Such Farm in um, Missouri, south south. Of, it's outside of St. Louis, about a half an hour, forty five minutes, and it's a bunch of anarchists. Uh, you know, from like their thirties and younger. There's a couple forty year olds like me that you know that are in that kind of mindset too. They're out there, but they're in the process. They've got a hundred something acres now, but they're in the process of reclaiming all of this. What was once, I think, it was like a thousand acres of farmland from. Um, it slowly, right? As the as it sells off, and they're out there and they're posturing up to do it. I think, and they're up to got a couple hundred acres now, and all of these people live on it, and they've all created their own homestead network out there. And like, they got oh. one person that's goats, and one person that's chickens, and one person that's like built. I'm like, this is <laughs> the fucking coolest thing, right? That, that, that's I, all I want. That, that's that's the happy ending that fucking Tridge is getting to live right now. <laughs> Fuck Tridge and his fucking <laughs> and his goddamn his goddamn dog farm out there and his. <laughs> he, he listens to the show as well, so I just want him to know that every every single person in this community is jealous, and we love and adore him. It's oh, absolutely. Are you? Yeah, like, nobody tries shit because Tridge is my guy. Yeah, like, but you know, also fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and, and fuck you, Tridge. Fuck you and your cute little fucking dog. Your little three puppy. three adorable pups. Mocha. Mocha, the international doggy model, my is every time that Mocha is posted. Well, now uh, Ashoka and, and and what's the other one's name? I can't remember the other one's name. Oh, God. Goose, Goose, Ashoka, Goose, and Mocha. yeah, Goofy, the go, uh, the, the the middle child. Um, I oh, anytime, especially anytime that um, Mrs. Tridge, I almost said her name. Um, anytime that they put, like, I always send them to my husband too, and he's like, "Is there a Mocha?" He calls her Miss Mocha. Is there a Mocha <laughs> update today? And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah and I, it's funny because he I, was I so he's. I use him as an example a lot when I talk to people about like, like people when they start to get frustrated and, and, or where I'm at, like help to help kind of put it in place. I'm like, look, like this guy was like taking time off from his job and like traveling around and fighting and doing everything that he could, you know, and, and, and was speaking to these city councils and he really had a lot to do with the sanctuary movements and making all this shit happen. And you got fucking Rob Pincus back there going, you're not doing shit. I'm like, fuck you, Rob. He's doing more than you <laughs> ever fucking did in 20 years. You fucking Seriously. Cuck. And, and, uh, and, 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 you know, and then the one I know, I remember distinctly, I know there was a few incidences, but the one distinctly was when he got really sick and couldn't go to West Virginia for their rally or whatever it was. And they all started shitting on him and saying that he was taking their money and doing all this shit. And I was like, and he's like, fuck you guys, I'm done. And I'm like, I don't blame him. I don't blame no. him at all. Because they push you out. Like, even, like you guys are too, like, listen, Gravy Seal. <laughs> and your final team six fuckers, you know, sitting on your fat asses in your basement. Like, it's easy for you to sit there and talk all that shit, you know, when this man is out here sacrificing time, money, and effort. And then you shit on him when he can't make one event. Fuck you guys. Yeah, you know? and and he did he did all that with a smile. I mean, there, there was some yes. there was some rough moments for him, but he was a like there's no better use of the word fucking soldier than than how he got on with that shit. Absolutely, absolutely. And so when I'm sitting there, it's like today, and I did that live stream, 
And I was like, I'm going to take the next few days and really decide, like, do I want to continue to work like and be part in the industry, which I is just such a shit show or, and try to create change and reform from the inside, which I I don't know that I can, or do I just fucking torch the village and the bridge on my way and just, and, and, and do it the way I'm going to, which is probably what's going to end up happening. It's why (laughs) I'm self-employed. I'm an HR nightmare. I've never, I've never played well with others, (laughs) Um, you know, and, and because I get shit done. I don't yep. play the I don't play the bullshit. Like, look, we either fucking do it or you don't. And and it's pretty simple. There's two there's two kinds of people in the world, y'all. There's problem people and there's solution people. Mm-hmm. And I choose to be a solution person. Absolutely. That's why I say pessimism is a waste of time. If you're not optimistic, what the fuck are you up to? And beyond that, you know, we gotta you gotta do it yourself. You gotta be self reliant. You gotta figure out your own solutions to these things instead of outsourcing. And I'm glad people like yourself exist. People are taking initiative who are paying attention to the right parts of the community and fucking doing something with it, you know? Not, not and I say me- the same thing about all of you, all, all you, you in particular, because you give the lane for it, but all, all of you out there that are doing this, because you guys are the, you are the future. You're the next, you're that torch that we're handing it to. And, and I have to live my life in a way that's going to continue to inspire you to not become apathetic that's exactly how I see it. Because I mean, there's there's already kids that I'm talking to, you younger than me, that are like, should I should I become a cop? Should I join the military? Should I become a politician to like you know see if I can affect change, if I can make these things that you complain about, you know, any better? And I'm and, and you know, unfortunately, you gotta you gotta be like, here's the real solution. You gotta be the solution, you know. But but outside of these awful fucked systems, I'll drag you in and make you just a drone, just another cog. You gotta you gotta be your yeah. own thing. Yeah, I mean, could you, was it great and idealistic? And I love that you, you're in that headspace. Absolutely. Would I love for to see you infiltrate the system and 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 create change from the inside, like Massey, right? Yeah. Who's trying, but it, like there, there's a great example, right? Just direct him to him. Like, look, this guy's trying, and look what he's dealing with. Yeah. You know. It's it's how it is. Yeah, and, unfortunately, and, and it is. So it, it's, it's just it's, up to us to to create that change. And if you guys are, you know, my girlfriend, she's gonna start homeschooling her kid some bullshit just went down at, at their schools and she says will you teach them history and i said yeah and she said Angie <laughs> carrie what's a but what was that the scottish word for ass or whatever it was what's a bahookie <laughs> it's like whatever man they're gonna know and they're gonna relate it to what's going on in their lives now and and you know so you guys have if any of you guys start homeschooling and you want you want my help with civics or or uh history and how it relates i'm, I'm more than happy to help do i love doing that stuff I'm, I'm more than happy to help with that because like we need to start creating those networks and educating our own children and, and getting them out of that bullshit system. Yeah. I, 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 I think after this, so many people are taking things into their, their own hands. And that's why I'm oddly at such a fucking dark time for our, our politics and all that. I'm more optimistic than ever because I, I like, agree with you. I, I agree with you because there's when no we cover in your eyes. <laughs> yes. And you know, it's funny because my husband and I've talked about that and I get pretty, I can get pretty dark with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Oh yeah, and, and I and I think that we're done. I, I do think the country is done. I, I think we're there. Which it, the the patriotism in this, me in, this in this form, yeah, right, exactly. And so it's a matter of me learning how to reckon because I'm going through this process now, right? Where because I have so much patriotism in my my country and its history, and 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 the boldness of it, and the experiment that it is or it was, right? Um, and and I have immense respect for that and for the founding fathers. At the same time, understand that. I can still do that and and appreciate the evolution of, of where we're going and to, and to understand that that the the Twitter 
nut jobs are not really the society that 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 is out there and it's more people like you and I I think really than than even talk about it or in fact sometimes I think maybe they're afraid to yeah um and, and so I love that you give them that voice I love that you're giving you know it's just like with abuse victims right like I that last post I had with this lady she was watching this and wanted to go buy a gun because of this how many people listen to your podcast that you don't even know that you're inspiring because oh. they haven't said anything yet yeah, no, the, the the silent ones are the ones that always surprise you. Someone just comes out, oh, I've been listening for like eight months and I've never, you know, yeah. I, I see the odd like, but they just, yeah. they're not talking to me. And then all of a sudden they're like, this has changed my life. And it's, the, I, I've been I've been doing it for a while now, like yourself, you know, going on about three years. And yeah. it, it's it's always humbling, but the amount, it is. The, the frequency you see it is incredible. And, it's and I, I think you're probably going to start, I, I think that if you keep this up and you keep that, that, staying vocal and you don't let them stop that signal, even though it's exhausting when they shut you down and you keep it coming back because people are watching you to keep coming back. Right. Because people are yep. looking to you, you become that role model. And, and it's important. I mean, yeah, ultimately at the end of the day, self-preservation is a priority, but if you you're inspiring some of those people that you don't even know that you're inspiring, um, that may never even come out. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I wouldn't have, I, I would have, I would have been a fucking, you know, miserable officer in the British army at this point. <laughs> well, you've been super miserable oh my yeah, god especially if, if, in the british army look at those yep. uniforms <laughs> oh yeah yeah I d d d didn't even look good in there sucked um nah, d d didn't suit me i you know spikes and spikes and fucking whatever camo i want to wear more my thing but the, yeah the yeah the, the gorilla right? the gorilla look instead of the chest of bullshit medals is you know <laughs> yeah that, exactly that's a whole other conversation <laughs> so you're 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 still you're still a soldier you're just a soldier in the in the in the war for for what matters and that's independent liberties and and helping people understand um the importance of that and i admire it and and i oh, I, I love watching you and i love being like i mean i don't there are some things i don't even comment on that i just because <laughs> I'm still, well, I'm getting, oh, no, no, I get it. Where I burn the bridges more than I, you know what I mean? Which, and I'm getting more and more to that space, but I have to be careful with the lane for women. I'm making yeah. sure I'm not, you know, because I do still have to play color in the lines to a certain degree, um, well, the, the, just the, so that I can continue is, to help women. But um, yeah, yeah the, the whole thing is like allowing, you know, allow people to do it the right way and all that and yeah. because do it to their comfort level and it's like no 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 this radical shit does exist absolutely engage in it but i'm gonna start you off like let's let's start with training wheels and be like okay these are your rights you know this is how the legal system works it's bullshit and, then, and, and then, that's where and all then, the history and like when i do my live streaming that's a big one when i do live streaming because i talk about the constitution and the, the logistics of it and how to read policy and how to not read it and all that and i teach people that and like, I had no idea. I'm like, I know because they don't want you to know. So, but the, but that's like, they tried to kick me off the plane. I came back from DC and they tried to kick me off the plane. I'm sure you probably saw that. And I knew the policy better than, than the flight attendant because they, they think you don't know because they don't. So they yeah. assume you don't know. And they're already, they're just ready to pick the fight. But when in reality, um, it's they, once you know, it's like Ian Smith, right? I love that guy. The gym owner. He's like, they yeah. fuck, oh, yes. fuck them. Yep. And I'm like, hmm, man, I love that. And I, that's, I had somebody call the cops on me because we, I don't require masks in my studio. And I had somebody come in and this fucking state inspector came in who was absolutely over it, which was funny too. And he's like, he was my regular inspector that came in. Cause I, you know, day spas, I'm, I was already complying with all that shit just cause that's first of all, yeah. what we do in a salon is keep people healthy, but he was over it. And I told, I told the hubs, I said, you let 
one of the motherfuckers. You, I cannot wait for a fine to show up because I told him, I said, I'm going to go buy a big cauldron. Like I, I, I was going to do this. Like I had it all planned. If a fine shows up or they try to send me a shutdown letter or show up, I'm going to stand in front of my studio, just like I did with my AR with a fucking witch's cauldron and I'm going to fucking burn it. And then I'm going to throw uh, the fucking, I'm going to throw like plastic badges in there. Like I had a whole fucking plan. Like you're ready to make a big it's statement like, and say, you want to close me down? Come and fucking do it. And then but, we're going to court. Cause I'm already suing them. We're going to the Washington state yeah. Supreme court, right. With GOA. I'm, I'm to overturn the law that threw me in all this. I don't fucking care. Sue yeah. them again. They it's work like, for please us. Please give me the publicity. Hmm? <laughs> it's like, please give me the publicity. No, for for real. Make yeah, it 10 like, times you're, you're like, what are you gonna do? Shut me down? I don't give a fuck. I own the building. <laughs> I'll fucking sell it for you know the seven digits is worth and fucking get the fuck out of here. Like you're not, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't, you're not threatening me. You might get shut your bit. Okay. Guess what? I'll like, I fuck you. I just will operate without a business license. What are you gonna yeah. do? Come chain my doors? I'll fucking cut the lock. Like, like you cannot stop it. So stop. Yeah. Listen, y'all. Stop letting people tell you that you have to fucking comply because you don't. Yep. History, history if, only changes when you decide, you know, you want it exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> and, and if you, and if, if for whatever reason they, they try to come in and they put the law or whatever, sue them. And don't tell me you don't have money to sue them because there's lawyers willing to do it for free. Mm -hmm. Just fucking sue them. Eat, sleep, sue the government, repeat. It's pretty fucking simple. I have a t-shirt from FPC that says that. But it's, but it's like, they work for you. And we have gotten lazy and they think that, that they're doing us a favor now. Yeah. And, and remind them who they work for. And the minute you do, it's amazing how much they'll tuck their fucking tail and walk. It's amazing. It's kind of cool too to watch them. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. The, the, the more videos i see of inspectors like walking out of businesses being shouted out by all the customers maskless you know with their tail between their legs it's like it's happening it's happening all over yeah. the world you're seeing more and more of it yeah and 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 it's awesome and that's it needs to happen i wish it would continue you know it needs to happen in some bigger city like bigger cities and stuff you know i'm thinking some of these next riots of protests getting ready to step up i think i think that might push some people because that I, yeah. people were pissed last year and so for, for all of the reasons I'm, I'm really concerned and upset about these small businesses and, and all this stuff as a small business owner and, and yeah. an American, um, it's kind of like sometimes you need an earthquake to set everything right, you know? Yeah, it, people have to wake up and I think it's going to take round two and, you know, they, maybe round three. They, yeah <laughs> well they've, they've been i mean that's that's a whole fucking thing in itself but they've been doing this for a while these protests and this they band-aid solution after band-aid solution and eventually you just gotta fucking tear the thing open and do an operation man i'm i'm in i'm, I'm near wash i'm near seattle you gotta tell me you know and like i said my friend jay was killed jay was involved with this patriot prayer guys um he did a lot of security like like self-protection stuff for joey the the leader of that and joey was very conservative um uh, uh jay was jay was definitely more independent free thing in fact he was trying to get out of portland and go home and he got super into like i'll, I'll have to send you some stuff on it because he went like existential off the end with nope. really cool shit about like like the solar weather and how it was affecting people's minds and all like <laughs> all that weird shit but like if you really think about it totally is true you know and that was one of the things that he and I really had a deep connection with. And so when we talked, we didn't, we very, we would talk politics here and there, but for the most part, we really kind of just dealt in some of these other really existential kind of, kind of things. And, and so the night I got, I saw the video of him being killed 
I didn't know it was him. And and we usually talked about once a week and I, I hadn't heard from him in a few weeks. And so I messaged him. And so the last the last thing I sent him was, hey, are you OK? Mm. And he was dead. Um, and I didn't know that it was him that I watched in that that camera. And so that was a moment for me. I really had a hard time with that. Right. Because the feds killed him or the feds killed his murder. And, and, and I was really conflicted and I ended up coming out publicly praising Trump because Trump, what he did is he deputized, a lot of people don't know this, he deputized the, the, the Washington State and the Oregon State Police and the county sheriffs because the sheriffs, if anybody's, if, if anybody's going to be your ally when it comes time, it's going to be the sheriffs. It's not going to be the police, right? Because they're appointed. It's going to be the sheriffs. Um, if, if, if you see cops, the allies, that, that's what it'll probably be. Um, and they, they, what people don't know is that there's an underground railroad. Well, that we know now after the J thing, um, there's an underground railroad that runs from San Francisco to Seattle, where they run these guys back and forth after they do shit. And they caught him in one of the safe houses and, and he walked out with a gun, like he was fucking, you know, Scarface or some shit. And they just fucking Mm. grilled him. (laughs) And, uh, and I was like, okay, (laughs) I was like, I don't want to have to defend the country right now. Because I don't like y'all motherfuckers, but thank you. And I had to give credit where it was due because he was literally people. Like, he shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been there. Um, he lived three blocks away. He was walking. And the dude fucking, you guys know the video. I mean, you know the story. So um, yeah, that was a hard moment for me where I was like, look, I'm, I'm going to give you this pass right now. I felt like it was like, have you ever seen that, that scene? Remember the scene in Pulp Fiction when Butch saves Marcellus Wallace? Yeah. And he's like, we cool for now, but you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> it's like all right all right you watch the la privileges and i was like that's where i was with the cops at that point i'm like we're cool right now just this but once this is yeah <laughs> yeah but but you know like don't, don't tell anyone about this yeah and, and just move on <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah so i've got no love or respect for these guys but you know they've not stopped right they've they've not stopped any of this at any point this is like media stopped covering it, but since the elect, they've they've been on their bullshit in Portland and to a certain degree in Seattle, they've never stopped. So I loved it when the like breaking you know, you know that ninety the fucking oh they're we got protests planned for da 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 da. I'm like lol like they fucking ever stopped in Portland. Get the <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys here, mark my words right now. Here's my prediction: if it all kicks off, Portland is going to be ground zero. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I, it would take like a big group going in there and then there's like sympathetic protests across the country and then it's, yeah. Because Oregon is, Oregon and Washington, right? Like, like a lot of cities, right? It's only the city that's like that. You get a little bit out past there and you get, you get them bubble boys out there and they're four by fours and they don't, they don't take time with that shit. Now they're bitter and angry that they're, that they're God lost. You know, that, that they're yeah. MAGA boy lost. And so like, I, I think I think you'll see a kickoff up here somewhere. I think most likely Portland is, is if it's if if it's going to happen. And listen, Fed boys listening. I don't know that for a fact. But if you're fucking smart, smarter than you want to pretend you are, you fucking already know that. Yeah. So and I so, uh, you know, that that's that's what I think is going to happen. So. I- I mean, I fucking hope not. I, I, I got no, I got no, no energy for a civil war. It's, it's not, not on my calendar. I haven't got the time for it. I want to. I'm too old. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, 
yeah, I don't want to spend the best years of my life, you know, eating fucking MREs and living in the woods, hiking 13 miles or fucking plus a day. I, I can't be fucked. I like, I like my nails being done. I don't want to break a nail. I don't uh, have time for this shit. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of making art on a computer and doing a fucking podcast like an idiot. I don't want to be some like pirate radio propagandist with a rifle on my back. That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) It would be a lot of work. Uh, The hubs is a ham radio fucking he can build them and shit and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we won't stop the signal. Yeah, (laughs) certainly won't. It's going to be hard. It's going to be exhausting to try to do it while you're (laughs) digging, you know, fucking foraging for berries. I'll, I'll miss a Thursday show, and instead of people thinking I'm high and like off doing my own thing, they're gonna be like, "Nah, he's dead." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and then you'll be like, "What's up, bitches? You come out of a cave after four days, and you have this huge fucking <laughs> like Jesus fucking resurrecting." Speaking, of, I I know we want to wrap this up. I wanted to tell you right quick. I met a dude in D.C. when I was there. Um, he is a veteran who is working, and he's actually he's actually made some headway with it. What is that? What is it called? I cannot remember the name of it. The uh, the mu- from from a- the mushrooms and the acid that oh uh what psilocybin it's not that it's the other the other chemical that they're using to treat ptsd oh yeah yeah no i i mean as someone who's got all sorts of fucked up trauma from being a military child and being assaulted yeah mushrooms fucking help <laughs> and there's a chemical in them that that they've extracted whatever and and he was part of some test experiments and stuff anyway he is like trying to get this shit legalized which is kind of cool i, I don't I, think it's gonna happen they won't even touch weed i mean it's gonna be a whole thing for a, for a while that you know you either enjoy the f- so-called freedom of drugs or you enjoy the so-called you know fucking uh neutered rights we have with guns it's there's never gonna allow to be a crossover because <clears throat> you know you gotta get someone for one thing or the other and keep people divided on what they can support but that's a whole other thing uh, <laughs> I want to uh, when I when I get my homestead because we're out of here at the end of the year like by no later than the end of the year we're getting the fuck out of Washington. I, I, I one of my things is is said greenhouse with particular edible um, fungi. Um, yeah, that's one of the things I want to look at at it growing. It's it's something that I'm as it's a weird time to be shifting into like I don't know more niche forms of gun rights activism, but I don't see anything about like how how bullshit it is that we we just ignore the drug war but it fucks over so many of us so many veterans trying to treat themselves with whether it's weed or you know psychedelics or something um and they're also gun owners you know and and of course uh the uh, my generation are much more open to that kind of shit even conservatives are kind of like oh just fucking legalize it you know (laughs) by and large yeah, um, we're pretty much there. You're, and, and you're right. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things that threw me into this, because um, here in, in Washington State, 1639, uh, the so GOA are my attorneys, and we're trying to get it overturned on a technicality here in mm-hmm. Washington State. Um, but my name is on it for good or bad or indifferent. Right. And and so and I'll always be associated with it one way or the other. But um, the it's interesting because they they actually um, my my lawyer cited the Marbury case from mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so I was totally geeking out about that, which is valid. It's absolutely valid in, in this particular case. But um, the, in that in, in that law, what threw me into this, and it was Colin Noir that, that saw the post and sent it viral, is I said, for those of you that just voted for this law, let me just tell you what you just did to domestic violence victims and other people that suffer with PTSD. I said, you just put us in a position where we may be denied the purchase 
of an item to defend our lives against our abusers because we have PTSD on our medical record. Because that's what it is. So here now yep. to buy a firearm, the minute you sign the 4473, it is an odd that, that your signature is a release of your medical records for the state to look and see what where whether you're mentally capable of, of owning a firearm. Jeez. But yeah, like, right? That's how it's legal. Right, right. So here here's where it's fucked up though. This is what they what they right. This is where I try to tell people it's not always how policy is written. More often than not, it's how it's not written. It's going to bite mm -hmm. you in the ass. And so this whole thing, there's nothing, there's no criteria for what they'll approve, what, what they consider healthy and not healthy. Um, there's no criteria about medications. Like my girlfriend had a breast cancer and had to have a hysterectomy. And one of the meds she had to take was classified to hormone rebalance her because she had nothing left after having her breasts removed. Yeah. Was classified as an antidepressant. She was on that. She goes, wait a minute. So I could not, I might not be able to buy a fire. She's in Florida now. But, and I said, yeah, you might be denied. She goes, because it's breast cancer? And I said, yeah. I said, and it's not because it's breast cancer. It's because they don't have it classified. Yeah. And, and uh, they're apathetic to it because gun owners are bad guys. You know, right, like, right. Exactly. Especially, especially in this state. And she goes, well, that's pretty fucked up. And I said, yeah, imagine being a domestic violence survivor that did what they're supposed to and mm -hmm. went through therapy for PTSD, which is the magic, right? Those four letters are the magic buzzwords, buzzwords for that. And uh, she goes, whoa. And I said, and there's no criteria in there that says how far back they can look. And the way it's not written allows them to look at your, your record every year. And then the next year, of course, they pass red flag laws. And I'm like, if you think for a minute that that won't be a fucking connection signal for red flagging people that already own guns, you better fucking think again. Seriously. And I she mean was like, whoa. And I said, that's the problem with even gun owners. They don't fucking get the connections of how that shit works. Oh, my. I've got a story about that. My, my first fucking uh, AZ rally. I And we... we 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 really do have to wrap it up. <laughs> it's getting a bit long, but it's it's we we will have to do this again because it's been fucking absolutely. Fantastic. I'm having a blast. With this I, 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 I'm down for another. I'm down for another three three hour episode because absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, um, but just to wrap up, so me and Buckles were at the uh, Miss Buckles from the email. We were at the first Arizona rally that I went to uh, 2020, I guess, right after the Virginia one. And so we're out there protesting red flag laws because that's the big scare. And my whole thing is, you know, you're going to kill fucking, that's how I'm talking to conservatives. You're going to kill veterans. You're going to kill right. people treating themselves because they have, you know, either um, mental issues and a rifle or they might, they might make a, a spicy post because veterans, you know, you, you just spoke to Jared, you know how, how spicy they can get. Yep. Mouthy fucking New Yorker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> Jameson and other substances. But um, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so this, this fucking old boomer with a, you know, stop red flag laws pin on her, she goes up to me and Buckles, who are both masked, you know, before masks were mandatory, and goes, are you guys Antifa? What's with the masks? And she was very offended by- That accent was fucking fabulous, by the way. <laughs> I, I suffer it every day, these- ugh. But anyway. I know. Um, there's good American accents and there's fucking awful nasal ones. But, um, and she had one of those where it's like, you're, you're offending me by talking, ma'am, yet alone the, the subject of, or the content of what you're on about. But anyways, you know, what's with the mask? Like, I don't get it. And she's like, nah, 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 are you Antifa? And then we were explaining, we're anarchists, because fuck it, why not stir the pot? And um, she just didn't, we, I, I went on about, like, I'm covering my face, because if there's a chance I'm identified and I'm deemed a threat, a radical, whatever it might be, they're going right. to kick in my door and kill me. That's these red flag laws that we're protesting. Right. We're, both, we're both here to protest these laws. You you don't get it, though. You don't see the end result. You're just, you just see... 
more words on paper you get the big gist of it yep. you're here you're here with your fucking well, she was carrying some fudge shit like a revolver probably pink grips uh, were polka dots her camo <laughs> unfortunately not no that 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 person uh i don't think she was even at the the last one she was but... she was the mc Oh, I don't fucking pay. see. That's how forgettable these people are. I just, I literally just went to thumb my nose <laughs> at the cops and to talk to to talk to normal people, like no, you know, normal gun owners, and radicalize them and show that there's, you know, showing up in kit wearing a rifle instead of showing up with a a pistol open carrying in my flannel shirt. You know, the best part of that, by the way, because the whole thing is about legacy and her being remembered and her trying to be this celebrity. <laughs> so the fact yeah. that you said that she was forgettable is like that the does. best fuck you. That's, like you have no idea. Like you just made my fucking millennia. With that. That, that, that's the thing, though. Like, like we were talking about, my generation of gun owner, we don't give a fuck who these people are. We see the the right. the mouthy, uncompromising people, and I say this with love, like yourself, who who are gonna be like, fuck you. I'm in your face. Right. What are you gonna do about it? This is the opinion. This is what's at stake. This is reality. Not these talking heads who want TV shows and want to be part of the administration and shake hands with politicians in DC. Right. It's like you people are useless and we don't remember you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 so I, I guess I guess those you bitch because nobody can see you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, sorry, you cut out a little bit. What would you say? I said I guess those polka dots really are camouflage because nobody sees it, you, bitch. Ser seriously, forgettable. Like if it, maybe <laughs> maybe if she tried maybe she tried Hawaiian print when that was in style, she would have got a few a few reposts, but otherwise <laughs> forgotten. I Seen it, seen her twice. Don't remember her. Yeah, and you're not, you're not missing anything. <laughs> but um, all right. So we will definitely do this again, and we will, we will. My separate. husband's like, you cool? I'm like, I'm, we're having a fucking blast. <laughs> He's like, I can hear we, it. Like, he like, pops his head. You need anything? You good? I'm like, no. Nah. He's like, he knows we, we're we, having a good time in here, and. He tries to stay pretty quiet once he's out and, and we get, you know, and like, we'll come down and visit, you know, and hang out and stuff. And he's, yeah. but he gets, he gets the whole privacy and, and, uh, oh, he, yeah. he, and he tries to stay great for me because I'm so out there and, and it allows uh, him to, to do recon and, and shit too. So that's, that's what we can ask for in a partner. Just, just some understanding for lunacy. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. So where should we find you? Um, and where can we, you know, plug into what you're doing? Letters and shotguns. That's usually, that's, that's the best part. That's where I do a lot of shit talking. Usually, uh, <laughs> Twitter, I even more so I actually only use Twitter really to shit talk and screenshot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, the female, if you want to follow what I do, you're going to definitely see a different temperature there. So we, the female underscore official, you can find me on Instagram and I'm on Facebook too. I, I don't, I'm not super active on Facebook cause it's full of those old fucks. Um, but, um, it, it, it helps get a message out and that's where I get a lot of my local like when I do fire instruction I reach yeah. women it is usually there so stilettos and shotguns is the primary place you can find me real sns on twitter um and you know hit me up like but but know that if you do and you like want to try to posture up on me like I I like don't send me dick pics and don't try to posture up because I will fucking screenshot you and put you on blast <laughs> like like come at me with some legitimate shit and be respectful and we'll have a good conversation otherwise it ain't gonna end well for you because I don't fucking care there you go. That's that's the most libertarian thing I've heard today, which is unfortunate, but I love it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, voluntarist. <laughs> fuck your government. There you go. All right, fuck, and fuck the labels too. Just absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, and we. Hey, we thanks for having me on. I've had a blast. We will be doing this again. <laughs> me too. Absolutely.
All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time.